Today's podcast is sponsored by Starved Rock Coffee. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Our email is mail at ivypod.com. And sure, that's about it. Let's begin episode 86 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. I still think it sounds good. Uh, hello, Clayton. Uh, hi, John. I was just saying, I'm not comfortable. I changed up the intro, and I'm just, I can't quite get it right. Oh, well. I don't know if people remember the old one. Probably not. And I they, wonder if people will even remember, like, the welcome. really old this stuff. This is the Illinois Valley. Yeah, okay. Piece of trivia. My wife was the first intro. Really? Amanda did the very, very first intro. Is that still available, that episode? Yes. I that see. was not the one that we didn't release. Right. That's how it was. That was the... The number two episode, which was our first episode. Yeah. Because our go back in time in review, since this is sort of like a review, this is a decade, the first show of a new decade. Well, our show, our first show that we ever did was so bad that we didn't release it. Like, we, I listened to it and I was like, we can't do it. I can't remember if we both listened to it or, but it was so bad. You, sent, had, you sent it to me and I, I, I agreed. <laughs> yeah. It was. I, I was able to get it uh, somehow. I was able to get it on a, just an old-fashioned iPod. Right. This was pre-iPhone, or yeah, right it, around the same time. It was time when the iPod was dominant. Dominant still, still yeah, for sure. Um, or right as I. Or maybe fr- it was starting to go down because right. I think iPhones were just coming out. Probably like iPhone two or three was something. So there's not everybody had adapted to the new right. I know I had. Area I was yet. still using an iPod at the time. Yeah. yeah. So I, I liked I, I almost missed that actually. They were simple. Mm-hmm. It was quaint. So yeah, I remember listening, and it was our big thing was not that we need to rehash this, but our big first episode was the uh, alcoholism in the Illinois Valley or LaSalle County thing. Right, and we were, we're debunking that idea. Of we that tried, or we did. A number three in the country for booze bagging, and we and, we pulled out the stats and, and, and showed was, that we're just. It's not like they think. Yeah, well, it was hard. We also made the, tried to make the point that there's you sound silly when you brag about that. Oh, yeah, that was the other part. <laughs> it was like you sound I don't like an idiot. That. I mean, I don't really go out anymore, but right. I remember, but I wonder if people still brag about that. Well, it was like, I think the younger people from our like generation uh, hung their hat on that when, when they went away to school and different things. And oh, I right. remember being away at school and, and since I went to Illinois State it was like there was a lot of people from our class in high school and so I we knew a lot of people but you'd meet people from outside there and you'd catch other people from the area locally from La Salle, Peru or just the Illinois Valley in general and they'd be bragging about our ability to consume alcohol as if <laughs> somehow just because you were born here you had it's like no this isn't something we should be doing right <laughs> and that stat you keep pulling out that's not true that's yeah not a, that's not a real thing and then we later on did episodes about uh the health the uh, county now, that ranking was not for health good. yeah that th- was th- legit it turns out that We've got some health issues yeah. in South County. That and was definitely legit. And we did the brain drain episode, too. That was a good one. I love that. Just the story about... You, you, my wife write, wrote the story. So 
she got a you were on the cover of the Ottawa newspaper at the Times, <laughs> right? And it says Illinois Valley brain drain, and your picture. And our, one of our other friends saw that picture and was like, "What? John's one of the smarter guys I know. What the hell is this?" <laughs> and either way, but it was about you leaving and then coming back was the angle on the story, which was um, a good thing because there is a brain drain. I think it's still active, so it uh, is. Uh, yes. Come yeah. back to the area, people. It's not so bad. So those are some of the best episodes of the decade, right? Those I are old ones. So. I mean, those are five plus those years are, old, right? No, those were seven. Maybe I think those are seven years old. What year did we start? Two, well, we're going on. We are in our ninth year. Holy cow! So that was right around 2011, 2012, for sure. Uh, I don't know. Gosh, there's been so, so we many. average about ten episodes a year. Roughly, that's yeah. not bad. It did now the last. It's been five spotty. years. It's been spotty. <laughs> we we did a lot there for. A, we were doing cranking them out pretty hard. We did for every a while. other week for a couple of years, didn't we? Yeah. Well, no, maybe I don't remember. It, it's all a blur. I can't even rem- remember individual episodes. It's it's horrible. But I know that like the Rook Nelson that one that always jumps out. We brought that up before the Skydive Chicago one. That was a great one. Yeah, uh, the the episode with the uh, Star Rock DNR officer, and I'm going to space on his name, so I'm not going to try to say it, but that one was cool, too. That one sticks out, too. The Ruth Nelson one is one that, for sure, just because, and it was over Skype, Skype, and I actually did it on my lunch break from work. I was probably gone for like two hours. Whoops. And it was fine. And I still work for the same place. I must not have minded too much. Um but being pumped after that interview oh, and going yeah. back to work and being like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. And like not even being afraid that I might get in trouble. <laughs> We're like, no, right. you got to understand. It was a good episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll make up my time. Don't worry about that. But you got to hear this one. It's pretty killer. This guy, his dad died skydiving. Ugh. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and was- if we have to uh, throw out some awards, not that the- I planned this ahead of time, but I think we've only had... I want to say only a couple guests have been on our show twice. Right. I think Dana Vici was uh, or Vici was on there twice. Mm-hmm. Recently, he was on again. I think my brother might have been on twice. Really? Brother Early Bob. on? I feel like he was. Maybe he was only on one. Yeah. And then who else? And then Johnny Durango. Johnny Durango. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. And I was I've been wanting to reach out, Johnny. If you're listening, I think we there's should, some we people have too. I think back. there's some other got to uh, come back Johnny. local. Folks, that next I think time we you're think. in for a Bears game, oh wait, that's over. Oh yeah, oh wait, that was a disappointing year. That yeah, was. <laughs> what are but we had do? a lot. We had a lot to be happy about. That was. We could save that for decade stuff because we did have some good well, stuff. This that's kind this of decade. the theme for this week, right? We're going to go through 2019 and then just look at the decade because I'm not like some people. I actually do believe we are starting a new decade with 2020 because you start at zero and go to one, not one to. <laughs> You know what I mean? Have you heard that debate where some people say the decade doesn't start until 21, 2021? Oh, no, I haven't heard that, or, but I'm with you. 20, it's starting right now. It starts at zero. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> Ends it. Your child is is alive at zero. Right, or he doesn't, six know, months is less than one, but greater than zero. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. I don't know, someone may have a better logic yeah, I, there. Me, I don't know. Yeah, it's like the life of the decade, and it begins at zero and right. starts counting up. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh oh, but before we go too much further, we mentioned them at the top of the hour. Starved Rock Coffee. Thank you for sponsoring. I I know both of us we just Instagram pictured a photo of some of the coffee we had enjoyed mm-hmm. over the 
holidays. Columbia, a couple Colombians. I had the call. Yeah, we did. And God, that stuff is so smooth. Yeah. It was so it was such a treat. I still got some. So. Well, it's what I mean, around the holidays especially, but most weekends I'm grinding my own and it's almost always Star Rock coffee. It is so I, good. I, I love it. Never go back to ordinary coffee again. Starved Rock Cof- Coffee Company, they believe an extraordinary day can start with an ex- exceptional cup of coffee. A cup of coffee that you can feel good about drinking, one that warms your soul, awakens your senses, and is carefully and thoughtfully crafted. StarvedRockCoffeeCompany.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter. I didn't mention that last time. There are a ton of blends I I know you can get this. There's a lot of places you can get it. I recommend going to their website to check it out. I mean, we live in Peru, so our go-to spot would be Hy-Vee, mm-hmm. I would think. Although they also, you can get it, uh, just a cup of it, down at the Lock. Oh, Lock and Dam, the, 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 canal, da- the canal. canal Lock and Dam place on, in yeah, LaSalle yeah, on 1st Street. Yeah, I got a cup there one time. Nice. And it was, it was I think it was one of the Columbia blends. Nice. That, that bag that I got was at the LaSalle... Um, Oh yeah, Chris Pringle Market. Chris Pringle Market, yeah, right? So, so there's Hy-Vee, that guy's Secret Lock Sixteen, Ob Sub Shop, Illinois Valley Hospital Gift Shop, Library Cafe at Princeton Public Library, Flutterby Popcorn in Utica, More on Main Street and Streeter, Common Ground Food Co-op in Urbana. Cool. I'd love to go down there. Yeah, that'd be neat. Food. But anyway, yeah, check out Starve Rock Coffee Company. We'll mention them again a little later in the show, but check them out. I can't tell you enough. It is it's truly fantastic. Do you, do you grind coffee. your own beans? I well, I, I don't have actually have a grinder. I had to borrow it from my parents. Oh, okay. But it was okay. I ground up the coffee, and then they I gave them some for Christmas. Perfect. So then they ground up some of the stuff that they I gave them because it was a different. It was the three wise oh, men blend. Okay. So we did a swap. Oh, so okay. I gave so them a little some... bit, so I get to try that. Nice. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. That'll be a probably this weekend. Day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. As I get into this coffee, like, I, it's just like beer and any of the other things. It's, it's like craft. fine. Yeah, it's craft. It's a there's a there's the fine one of the finer things in life. And what kind of grinder do you use? How fine of a grind? What are you? What type of? How oh, are God. you making? Are you doing a pour over or are you doing a French <laughs> press? And it's like, oh, now I'm starting to get overwhelmed. You know, uh, so I. I was intrigued, and then people like kind of look look at you sideways when you start asking questions. You're like, "All right, all right, I'll let it go. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, just I, a drip, which is fine too. I but. just do the uh, the old fashioned standard. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's all I know. Most how of to the do. time, that's what I do too. So I'm just gonna keep it like that for yeah. now. Oh, and I, I mentioned it before, but I'm throwing it against the wall. Sketch mask. This is something I'm doing. I'm trying. I'm thinking about because. My professional career has been primarily built on taking an idea and making it real. So if you've got an idea and you want to make it real, I could probably help. I, I, you know, through this podcast, through work, a lot of different stuff, audio, video, editing, website design, social media, engineering type stuff, AutoCAD, 3D modeling. I know a lot of shit. Yeah, you do. So I can help out with something. And if you need a pro, well, I'm probably... I'd probably know who to send you to. Sure. But if you're looking for just kind of some down and just dirty help, even that's just what I'm shooting for. Get a hold of John just to network, just to let him know exactly. what you're into. And I can help and with that. Add, you add them to your area of whatever expertise they may have. Darn right. Continue Wait. the local. Oh, God. That didn't sound good. <laughs> Something crashed wood upstairs. Yeah. 
Okay, let's do this. So, thanks everybody. Oh, I and I forgot. I wanted to send a shout out to to Lady Luck and Revelation VR in Peru. These are right downtown Route Six in Peru. They helped out my wife big time. She lost her brand new phone down there. She was actually doing some research for a Christmas present, and she lost her phone. And they helped her find it. So, Lady Luck and Revelation VR, check them out. They hooked. They helped us out a lot. Yeah, that and did did they give any good advice? Because you did get a cool Christmas present, right? Yes, her they did. Uh, they did help out, and uh, we got the the PlayStation VR for Christmas. Nice. So that was uh, I was pretty excited about that. I love it. It's it's awesome. Although I've gotten sick now several times, so you got to be a little careful. I, it's amazing. You can just sit in your seat, not move, and get sick. Yeah, just by looking into this mask, it's just motion sickness, right? Yeah, it's I, it, crazy. The, I, I felt a tinge of it in the one game that I've tried. I haven't tried it much, but I remember thinking like that. It just the how bizarre it was. It was I don't. I wish I knew the name of it, but it was just like the roller coaster shooting thing. Yeah, uh, and it was makes you just feel your stomach start to turn a little bit, and you're like, you want to rip the thing off your face because <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not really moving, but it feels like I'm moving, and now I'm starting to feel sick. And so, what happened to you? What was your sickness story, dude? Because it, it was there was a game where you were driving a hover tank, so you were driving it with just you held the controller. It was almost just like any other first person shooter. We were driving around with the controllers using the uh, the trigger buttons for shooting. So okay. one button controlled your uh, the viewpoint of your cannon, and then the other... No, that's not right. Yeah, one controlled the cannon, one controlled the steering, and then you could also look around because you're wearing a VR goggles. Yeah, it's like your head's in the bubble, like turret of, yeah. a, of a tank. Yeah, okay. so I'm driving around shooting, and I was it was intense. I was loving it. And then within five minutes, so I was like, I had to take it all off lay down on the ground and my kids were down in the basement with me at the time they're like you okay what's wrong i'm like i was i'm done and i had to go outside get some air drink some water i was out for it was an hour before i was recovered it was not good (laughs) so beware is that do you think that's something that like seasickness or whatever like you'll just get over it at a certain point i'd see i hope so yeah i hope so because there's a lot of cool games there's a cool game i think iron man game that's coming out soon. It's not out yet, which I imagine is crazy looking around flying and stuff. So I'm hoping by then I'm I'm over it. Well, when we went, we chartered a boat one time and went salmon fishing on Lake Michigan. You, did you get sick? I sure did. Okay. Although I held I don't it know in. if that's related. At I all. kept it quiet and then I like quietly puked off the side. Anybody, <laughs> I was pretty miserable for a really long time on that trip. I started to get a little bit too, but never did yak, and I, I was able to not tell anybody too. <laughs> well done. I was like, I went, I went down it's below like a, and was like, wait a minute, that was way worse. <laughs> it was like that's part of the trip. Is like I'm not going to show it. <laughs> I didn't. I never. I never got. So sick. you won. I never said anything to anybody, but I definitely was like, this is pretty big waves, uh, and it was. We we were kind of bucking a bit, Ups, right? We were up and down. I feel like they were 12-foot swells. We were just going up and down and up and it down. Wasn't 12, you think it was 12? I truly do. I was they, At one point, at okay. one point, I think they were. They were big. And we, it was just like Michigan. You'd think... You it's know, still... It's, it's, it's a big it, body of water. It, yeah. Well, I don't remember that. I, I guess... I really, I, but I do remember thinking like... Maybe I'm exaggerating. I'm probably exaggerating, but they were big. A three-foot? <laughs> no, they were bigger than that, for sure. Either way, we caught our limit early. We're able to go have our shore lunch, and everything worked out just fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wonder if there's any relation. Is it? It's a motion sickness thing. So I mean, I wonder if some people are probably affected 
more than others. I would assume so. <clears throat> yeah. So okay. Either way. Well, cool. that's cool. You get to play with the. That's a. Is that, is that technology with the PS4? Is that now? Are they're going to a? Is there a new system? PS5 is coming next year. By by Christmas of 2020, 2020, the PlayStation 5 will be out. And what's the? What do you get with the PS5 now? Where's the technology? They going? haven't really said. Okay. Uh, all that I know so far is it's just faster. I haven't heard of any new peripherals. I believe they're probably keeping the controller relatively the same, right. but I think it's just making everything faster. Just processing and everything. I mean, I... I, I Probably uh, works I, on I, a super high-res 8K TV, for all I know. I bet it'll be able to do 8K, because they're already so. starting to talk... Because they're just starting to talk about 8K TVs. Right. And so I assume it'll be... The, yeah. I assume it'll be able to play on it. Okay. I don't even have a 4K TV, so no, I, don't, I don't... I still have a plasma TV, so... It, comes, got, it goes quick. Too. I got the projector hide, you know, the old school projector, but but we oh, that so still, still it hangs up. in there, you yeah. know, except when those bulbs go out. Oh, that sucks. It's expensive. It, it's come down. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. No, I'm okay. I already swapped mine. Yeah. Um, Not so quiet about it. It's all right. Sorry. Eight we'll K TV. Okay. 4K. We're celebrating the new year. Yeah. We haven't had a chance. Well, you missed out on the New Year's because because it's family illnesses and yes, whatnot. Yes, we did have that. So yeah, it was it was probably the most pathetic New Year's Eve I've ever been on. I was actually sleeping by New Year's. That's the sign of you're getting older, is if you're you're sleeping before New Year's hits. Yeah, I've so been there. It was one of those <laughs> those New Year's. For did me. you have a beer or two, or did you take it easy? I did. Yeah. No, I did. You sure, just... I did. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But uh, but that reminds me, I do have to bring that up. I was part of a statistic on New Year's Day, a big statistic. You know, there was there's a lot of statistics. So it, I was part of a big statistic, New Year's Day, 2020. Do you have a, an idea what it might be? I think I've already told you. So it's uh, no, I don't actually. I've become part of a group of people who got injured on their kids' Christmas. Oh, present. yeah. Because we there was a couple big gifts. And uh, my wife got me that VR, and the other big gift was uh, I got we got our son a, one of those hoverboards, which actually they've come down in price now, yeah. so it's they're much more reasonable. Right. They have some out there that are crazy expensive, but you can get some that I don't know. They're they don't re- need to be super pricey. They don't need to be unless you want to hurt yourself, well, right. which I did okay. because I became part of the statistic because on Christmas no New Year's Day uh, I was outside taking lights down, and did, when I'm outside working I tend to drink. Okay. So I put down a few Bud Lights that day, took down all the lights, came in. The kids are playing around on this hoverboard, and Showing I had to get on. Done. I had well, I had been getting on it. Yeah. I had been secretly practicing. <laughs> okay. And then the kids were like, "Well, I'm gonna get on, and I'm gonna show them I could do it." So then I'm zipping around, and next thing I know, our two-year-old ran out in front of me, and I tried to stop. the The hoverboard stopped, but I went flying. Yeah. Inertia. Yeah. <laughs> And I went flying and did the cardinal rule you're not supposed to do. I put my hand down to break to brace the fall, and I'm lucky I didn't snap my wrist. But I definitely messed up my wrist. But did you? It's Is it uh, still still it's, in a bad it's way. It's still a little bit sore, but uh, it's getting there. So well, you've been oh, so it's been about a week, and it's starting to feel better. So it's probably just a sprain yeah, type thing. I okay. think so. But initially, I was when it first happened, I was just like, oh no. And I started like doing, you know, doing that finger check and, and the wrist check. I'm like, okay, okay, I can move it. We're okay. It's, it's nothing gonna hurt sticking for up. a while. <laughs> you know, I don't know. If people who watch pro wrestling, they might notice that sometimes with the older wrestlers, if they take a big bump, 
Sometimes you see them like cl- squeezing their hand, or the uh, the referee will come over and grab their hand, and they'll they'll squeeze the referee's hand. And I think it's like an acknowledgement, you know, I'm okay. But I've seen guys. I remember seeing Sting, the wrestler Sting, take a big bump, and then he's like checking, he's moving his hand to make. Sh- I don't know if he was just making sure he can. He's move making it. sure he can move it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's a head injury thing, maybe, or just to wherever he took the bump. Well, it might. You know what? The the match I'm specifically thinking of is the one he got injured in against Seth Rollins. So he might have been legitimately at that point already hurt. Right, but so, could hang on to finish the match and. Yeah, right. yeah, because he took a power bomb off the. What's it called? It's. What's it? Oh shoot! Wrestling the, fans are gonna give cage. me crap. No, it's a it's a power bomb off the turnbuckle. Okay, and there's a certain name for it. Yeah, there is, and I'm forgetting it. Son of a poop. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, you can I'll um and all your way yeah, to it. That's no. all right. <laughs> so anyway, I wasn't. I, I I I had to tell that story because people might have thought I was talking about something else. Right. Yeah. But, no, that's fair. So yeah, January first was a you know a lot of people. There was a big statistic on that day, uh, but I I. Uh, what was the Razor scooter back in the nineties? Uh, Right, which my brother got hurt. Yeah, we're late so he's, 90s, early I'm, 2000s. I joined my brother in the group of people. He who legitimately got like he, fractured his ankle, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah way to go, Jim. Yeah, ouch. He probably st- it still feels that one every New Year's. He just well, I, I don't he, know if he I did that. No, I think he does. Yeah. Is there plates and screws? I and feel like he did. Got it. I right? feel like he. Did. I have a I got a metal rod in my leg, man. Yeah. So I know what it's like. Oh, I forgot. I not to today. not to jump. Jump! Uh, forgot. I like to always. This list keeps growing. Shout out to local independent podcasts and radio personalities. Hard Rock Radio Network, Retro Arcade, My Worst Holiday Podcast. They keep cranking them out. I mean, he's almost weekly. I think he took a little time off for the holidays, but Spark of Hope or My Worst Holiday Podcast has been. He keeps kicking them out. Check Good. them out. Local podcast, Spark of Hope podcast. We had Megan on last show. Drunken Cousins podcast. They're due for a new show. Audio out sessions. There, Jeff. He's got that on YouTube. You can check them out. The LP Lunch Club podcast. I assume they've been off for a little bit with Christmas break. Sure. Three the Hard Way podcast. That's got Chad Ario. Been a former. He's been a guest of our show. Yeah. That's another one of Chad. If you're listening, we got to have him back for sure. A, we uh, do a sit down, a live one. A sit down. Yeah, good. definitely. Edge he knows your, how to drink Bud Lights. I yes, think. he can join me with yeah. that. Edge of Your Seat podcast is a local sports radio podcast, Guys on the Radio podcast. And this is a new one that I just discovered, although I don't think they are recording. But Loose Thursday podcast, uh, not to name, you know, throw out names here, Riley from The Study. Oh, okay. I think yeah, this I know is him. His, I think I haven't talked to him about it yet, but I'm pretty sure this is his podcast. I didn't know they were he was doing one, but. And I tried to find the shows and I couldn't find them, so I'm wondering if maybe he hasn't, you know, kept the uh, feed going oh, or something. Okay. But so, hey, get it going again. Yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah. anyway, thanks everybody. Oh, and a quick shout out to. It came from the man cave. We get a lot of uh, tweets, retweets, and and likes on Twitter from it came from the man cave. This is at MDA for life. Uh, that's his Twitter feed. This So this is a blog, a local blogger who blogs like ratings and reviews, primarily like Halloween type shows, but okay. he, he expands beyond that to a lot of shows that I like. So I'd definitely a fun, fun, uh, yeah, definitely a fun one. So it came from the Man Cave. Check him out on Twitter at MDA4Life. And then if I'm talking about blogs, got to talk about Full Time Tony. Yep. He's been cranking out a lot of stuff lately. So 
Check out Full Time Tony. We got to have Tony good fiction on. fiction stuff. <sighs> Enjoyable. The fiction, yeah. the stories and stuff it's are good. It's fun. Yeah, it is. So anyway, that's, uh, that's the shout outs. Let's jump into our review. What do you, you want to... 2019 2019 let's talk 2019 where do you where should we so we and i gotta say a thank you to you know we're just talking and shooting the shit about this stuff while the newscasts are news reporters of the local of you know we hit up the putnam county record the bureau county republican the news tribune and the ottawa times we grab stories from them on the top stories from 2019 and the top stories of the decade so thank you to the Putnam County Record, the Bureau County Republican, the News Tribune, and the Ottawa Times for, you know, Keeping doing, us all, to, yeah, doing do, all the legwork. Yeah, they do the hard, we just talk about it. Yeah, so, ch- you know, and go on, you know, it's not that much if you just want to read the news online. You know, it, it's not that bad to to pay, get past the paywall. Uh, you know, it's, Well, it, I think it's if, important. I to, still like hard copies. So me too, yeah, we still get the newspaper, we always have, so, uh, but... I think it's important to pay for your local news because that's a little bit of accountability, at least on a local level for local government. Um, Darn right. And I think it's probably some for any journalism has actually taken a beating in the last couple of years with yeah. everything going on politically and all that. It's all politically charged. And I think local media-wise, uh, they get accused of being on both sides of the aisle. So that's how you know they're probably doing okay. That's a good thing. It is a very good thing. Yeah. Uh, and I have insider information on that. So that's they get accused of being leaning to both sides. So good. That's, it that is exactly right. That means they're doing their job. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. And so... And you can have whatever opinion you think, but the reality is that there is no political motivations uh, in in these papers, uh, not, not at the local level. And if you want your local governments at least to have some accountability, it's helpful to support the local paper. Yeah. There you go, everybody. Well, yeah. I'm going to jump right into this Putnam County record, which is a – this isn't necessarily a review of 2019. This is different. This is the new laws that take – Place oh yeah! Now in January first. Now my story earlier hinted, or was supposed to hint, at what would I would consider to be the the biggest change for January first, and that's the the obvious one, recreational cannabis, which we haven't talked much about on the show, and that was actually perp- on purpose because local newspapers covered it so thoroughly that I didn't even feel the need to talk about. No, it. I don't think we're going to have any unique opinions. No, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I mean I think it's, it's here, whether people like it or not. It's uh, yeah, popular used, among a lot of people. Get used to it. Three point two million on the first day. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it'll, and that's just the beginning because right now it's just there's a limited number of dispensaries. We've got the one in Ottawa, so that's where everybody's going. It's been but, busy. I drive by it because it's right by my work. You, yeah. <laughs> Line out the door. Wow. Uh, it's. Kind of way I was like one morning I was like, "What is that guy doing?" It's on Stevenson Road, kind of by the DMV. The DMV that's now closed because they didn't renew the lease or they forgot to in Ottawa. Oh, I yeah. don't know if you were aware. Yes, of this. I, I didn't know goofy. that was the backstory, but I thought it was crazy that they were closing. Yeah, it's insane, and I feel bad for whatever. But uh, I'm like, what? What is he coming around the corner of where Twenty Four Hour Fitness is? And I'm thinking, man, it's January third or second or whatever day it was like a week ago it would have been this past thursday i think so whatever day that would have been so i think it would be just second. the second yeah and i'm thinking what is that guy doing at 6 50 in the morning you know it's 10 to 7 i go to work at 7 i'm early whatever i'm thinking there's a younger guy it looked like he kind of had it together no reason i mean walking along stevenson road and i'm like and it didn't click with me until later on that afternoon i ran to the grocery store on my lunch and there's a line out the door, and I was like, he's getting in line, man. That place doesn't open until 9. 
Whoa. And people were getting in line, you know, hours early, not January 1st, but January, you know, the next day. Wow. To get after it. So, well, just in the first two days, I think it was over 5 million. Yeah. So, it's people doing all were, right. Some people were a little patient about it. Yeah. But, I and uh, it even looked busy today. Even the the DMV parking lot's been full, so that that lot that they have, they're going to have to move. Like that's probably pissing off the other patrons yeah. in that. I'm anxious uh, little to area. see, and I'm they've probably reported on this in the local papers or the media has already probably talked about it. But I'm curious to know where that tax money directly is going to go because there's going to be a lot <laughs> should help out. And now is there's like a small window of time because if you think about it, right now uh, there's no. T- no states surrounding Illinois except for Michigan, which is technically not side they by side. They don't have recreational Michigan, though, do they? They do, but they have not the full... Bl- Illinois has full-blown recreational. Uh, okay. And they've got they've got it uh, Is some it like forms. decriminalized? It's, or? it's something like that. It's not... You can... I don't know what the rules are exactly, but it's, it's not to the extent that Illinois okay. where it's just fully-blown legal... But so now there's like this kind of window of time where all the states, probably people are going to be coming to Illinois. So, I mean, hey, it's we're going to get a lot of tax revenue from all the other states. Oh, yeah. So, well, and even in the South Carolina. At least, you know, and what I'm saying is there's this window of time until they start. They just, you know, they You'd make have to think like Indiana, like they're going to be in no hurry to get it. Kentucky. I mean, more conservative states. Sure, like, sure. I don't know. Maybe I was a little more progressive. I don't know, Missouri. But, like, I, uh, you maybe which, what's the next bordering state that you think might get it? Wisconsin. That's what I would say, too. Yeah. Kind of obviously, right? Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> but also conservative, I mean, red state in the last election, right? True. So, yeah, that's uh, true. True. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's, I can't even wrap my head around it. I, it's still, I still having a hard time. I just I, and I, honestly, I don't think you. Most people will not notice anything. I don't think people will either. I mean, people because the people that like to use it, I don't think it's really going to drive up consumption. Um, maybe slightly, but I don't think you're going to get a ton of new users. I think um, if anything, it'll get people talking about how to use marijuana safely and what sure. the effects are, and people maybe gain a better understanding of like when it's appropriate, when it isn't. It'll become culturally more accepted. I'm guessing it won't be the stigma. Uh, for our first users are probably going to be lessened, but I think what we've seen in Colorado is if any evidence is from there is like it's it doesn't mean that everybody and their brothers become a stoner, I just, right? I know, and that's always the thing is like everybody's you get these kind of crazy ideas that people are going to be walking. Well, it goes back to some of the old school things like people are going to be running around the raping, dare program, raping everybody, yeah, and all oh, these yeah. crazy <laughs> zombies running around, or uh, who knows what, right. What's the 60s or 50s or 40s marijuana? That's what they used to say, yeah. And like the the 40s or what was that? What was the name of the movie? The uh... oh, oh, I don't know. You can make many jokes about this. Pause right now. Um, (laughs) Stoner fever or something like that, or uh, I don't know. You um, got me. I didn't see it. Oh no, no, I never did either. But it's sort of a famous like uh, scare film, right? From that era to, to scare people, you know, the African black folks are smoking marijuana and raping yeah. the white women and all that stuff. It's like, oh, please. Uh, whatever. The jazz musicians. <laughs> well, the uh, what I'm an- actually anxious to talk about, and this is something I'd like to do on a future show. And I've got just the guy who I'd like to have on the show. And if he's listening, he knows who he is. 
But I'd like to talk, have a show to talk more about the what people aren't talking about, which is the hemp production. Because we have here in the Illinois Valley the biggest producer of hemp in the world. That's Mid-American Growers. Right. Yeah, which they, is, they converted in the last couple of years, right? Which is just crazy to think about. And, and the, uh, the uses for that product, I don't think people realize just how many things you can use that for. Wasn't the first Model a, T made out of parts of it made out of hemp? I like the panels, the I body panels would were believe it. Yeah, yeah well, it's it such, such a durable fabric, yeah, or a, so, a durable plant. But that's coming. That's the future. So anyway, that's well. Anyway, that's I kind of got off topic because that wasn't really even on this. No, but I, we had I, to talk a good, about. That's it. a good segue, though. How could we not talk about it? I mean, yeah. it's the it is well. No, a good chunk of Mid American Growers is going to be converted to uh, cannabis, most likely. Right, sure. I mean, strength. it only makes sense. They're already got. They already got it. Yeah. So, sure. And they're going to need it if they're they're selling as much as they are. Well, yeah, I think actually that this should, hopefully will be good for this area. I think because it's land prices are relatively inexpensive. The proximity to Chicago is good. Um, you know, logistically, this is a good area to have uh, marijuana production and sure and all that comes in and with along with it. So, I, I you know I, I think it's a good thing. I, I, I well, no matter where you stand on it, it's it can only help the economy. And, and this area is struggling a little bit. Last year, we we're kind of talking a little bit before the podcast. Sure, taking some big hits. Like one of the biggest news stories from 2019 was the uh, Del Monte plant in Mendota closing. Yeah, we so yeah, let's switch gears then. I mean, it makes sense here. The Bureau County Republican Year in Review, the the well, yeah, there you go. The the Del Monte plant, Mendota. How many was it? There's a lot of people. The, the the number of people that lost their jobs? Yeah. Wasn't it like 300? Yeah, approximately 300 jobs uh, slated to be eliminated across. Oh, that's for, Oh, no, uh, that's, that's the other one. So that's 111 full-time and 362 seasonal. And then the Hennepin Power Plant, Vistra Energy, they closed the 66-year-old 60 Hennepin. local jobs. 60 local jobs? Yeah, okay. uh, operated by Luminant, a subsidiary of Vistra so, Energy. That closed result yeah, loss so of approximately is, 60 jobs. You know, not not exactly great, you know, highlight 2019 articles, but these were the big articles from the from the Bureau County Republican for the year. And yeah, unfortunately, Hennepin Power Plant, Del Monte closing both in August, too. So hopefully the, the cultivation centers will help balance that out a little bit. Yeah, switch Del Monte into a, a food a marijuana canning industry. What the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Use it for something. Yeah. Well, they, they, hopefully, hopefully, they another canning company. Someone, someone. I, the funny thing, the thing with Del Monte is canned foods are lost popularity. Not in my house. <laughs> well, not everybody has four kids. <laughs> I, I should. I think. I think they. It just is lost favor, and I'm not sure yeah. why. They. They. They work. It's a good product. I mean, it's a cheap, cheap and easy, inexpensive, long-term yeah. storage, and you know, maybe it'll come back into popular. Sounds terrible. I can't even say it, but like, uh, we're you know, World War Three right around the corner. Maybe people will start working on their food stores, and yeah, canned sure. foods are a staple in any good have your bunker foods. or shelter, right? I don't so, know. I grew up on canned veggies, so, me, so me it's too. just like me too. I so like I like certain canned veggies. I even the bad ones. So I, what I, we have a tendency to do is, Amanda and I do the steam veggies for ourselves, and then we give the kids the canned. Veggies. What do they prefer? What are the green beans? Every corn? kid's got a different favorite, right? No, it's never unanimous. There's no unanimous favorite. That's funny. Yeah. So 
luckily for 65 cents a can or whatever you're paying. The only thing that they unanimously like is when we do the canned fruit, like oh. peaches and pears. Okay. Oh, everybody just devours that, of course. It's because it's filled with sugar. <laughs> they put all that syrup in it. Yeah, sure. Oh, and then, then they'll be like, well, this doesn't have the corn syrup, and it's got monk fruit juice, and you're like... <laughs> Still, still sugar water. Still sugar. Yeah, <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. I, I don't think the body really knows the difference. Right. Yeah. One's more expensive. One's one. One's less expensive. But who knows? So, yeah, those are well, two of the kind of more, you know, downer stories. I guess. Right. At least well, are, and well, since we're on the this topic, you know, the, the one more that the Bureau of County Republican put out was the rough ag year. Oh right. The, the 2019 was just a. Pretty shitty because, year for because for of the, the, the wet weather. spring and they, they got the corn in late and, and that was the had, biggest problem. I mean, I, I don't what right. happened in the soup, well then in the end when they were supposed to be harvesting they had snow because Halloween. Oh, right. Remember the Halloween, August was like super cold. That was it was colder in, in October than it is right now. It was yeah, it was, it was a nuts. crazy well, it was period 50, of time. Fifty five degrees on Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And it was, oh, it, was, it was freezing which, cold on I'm Halloween. Not gonna lie, I kind of liked it. It was nice. I mean, yeah, it was. I, I, if I'm gonna choose, I would prefer. A white Christmas. But if I'm not going to have a white Christmas, this year was pretty awesome. Yeah, you go outside and throw the ball around. We did. <laughs> I saw pictures of people who got like a new grill for Christmas, and they were out using it. Yeah. Like, how often can you do that? We Last Saturday, uh, we went to a little, we grilled out. Nice. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? So Saturday afternoon, it was like, or Sunday, it was Sunday afternoon, grilled out. It was great. And it was, you know, you didn't even really need a coat. Maybe a light jacket. Yeah, but it, it got windy as the afternoon progressed, but either way, it was perfectly fine. If you're in a nice, if you're in a little bit of a windbreak, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, the normally we have good years with agriculture. 2019 here to quote the the story was not the year they had. Yeah, torrents of rain drenched the spring planting season, turning farm fields into vast reservoirs of unwanted rainwater. Months. Months later, during harvest season, rain and snowstorms on Halloween and Veterans Day threw another monkey wrench into farmers' lives, making 2019 one of the most challenging years in living member in living memory. Yeah, it so, was just that everything went in so late. So as of May 6, only 10% of the corn had been planted versus 68% in 2018. I gotta um, feel like... 66% whatever. So 3% versus 26% for soybeans. On June 3rd, only 45% of the corn had been planted. Now, I'm not sure what area. This is just Illinois yeah. versus 100% the previous year. And with the way um, the planet's warming, I feel like unusual seasons is going to continue. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I, I just the predictability, I guess, is what I would assume. I, and, and I don't... I mean, I don't know where if all our listeners will stand on, you know, global warming or just climate change in general. But, you know, I, I, I hopefully we have a couple stable years and, you know, we, maybe it's not an issue moving forward. But it's sure. hard to deny some of the right stuff now, that we're seeing. A little a little weird. Yeah. And I remember warm Christmases and stuff back in the day. But the, the you know, it's, it's, it is a scary is, times, right? It's a little different. Yeah. You try not to look into it too much because it can be anxiety inducing. I guess it depends on what you're reading. Yeah. But man, oof. so yeah, it was, that, that's tough. I'll be curious to know what the yields were. Um, I don't know if they published that yet. But, I don't know. Um, I don't what know. the hurt, I mean, even in well, a lot of, in a lot of fields, they just didn't plant. They right. just didn't plant. They were just left empty. And yeah. you could see them along, just along the highway, which is a small fraction of what's out there. Right. 
Well, jumping back to the so that was that was we kind of jumped around there. Well, back, jumping back to the Putnam County record here, they they've got new laws that are taking place on January first beyond the uh, cannabis. Right, right. Strengthening Scott's law, which this seems good. I mean, it's kind of sad they have to strengthen it because it seems to me like a no brainer that if the police are pulled over, you should move over to the left lane. But you you take. 39 every day, right? No, I, I take back roads. Oh, do you really? So, okay. Well, I, I mean, I, I take 80 to Ottawa every, from Peru. So I, I, I it, it, it blows my mind the number of people that are oblivious to uh, cars on the side of the road and just they just start squarely. And I shouldn't because it's talked about enough. But man, right. the, that's surprising. Pay, pay attention. <laughs> to See, I, when I read this, I figured, oh, this must be a city thing. That people up in the city aren't following it, but so yeah, so it's yeah. Well, I, I just it's just even on eighty, any interstate. I mean, I think people get on there and they just think, oh well, if I just stay in my lane and give me a little bit of distance, I can sort of cruise and kind of do some texting, maybe watch a YouTube video, and, <laughs> <laughs> which sure. is another law, which right? Which is that, another they, one that they went just into made that illegal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I didn't know that was legal, but, but apparently, I'm glad they put it in writing. I mean, distracted driving, I think to an extent was illegal, but they actually did. They put it in writing that you couldn't watch YouTube. You couldn't. It was illegal to stream, stream video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah another one you could to get that on paper. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it wasn't obvious enough. You gotta now. It is. It's in writing. Uh, they've increased bill uh, fines for passing a stop school bus. I mean, those are kind of obvious ones, but so yeah, Scott's law has been strengthened. Tougher restrict, tougher, tougher violations if you, and, and Scott's law, but you know, just is the move over law. I, I think I said it before, mm-hmm. but it uh, requires drivers to reduce speed and switch lanes when approaching an emergency vehicle on the side of the road. So uh, that was one. There's a new rules of the road. Yeah, that was the change to the rules of the road book that they distributed has the thing about uh, not watching or streaming video on a device while you're driving. There's a, there's a bunch of things here for military personnel, making it easier to help for, spouses get hired. That's good one. Um, uh, so. Veterans seeking a veteran designation on their driver's license. Veterans have a wider variety of specialty license plates. Then new laws impacting the ag industry. The one that jumped out at me I thought was kind of interesting as of January 1st, those who sell agri- agriculture products at farmers, market, farmers markets and retail stores have more flexibility in labeling their products as local. House Bill 2505 modifies the term local farm or food products to include products processed and packaged in Illinois using at least one ingredient grown in Illinois. Before this law, all ingredients had to be grown in Illinois for it to be considered a local product. Oh, I see. So, so if you're making jelly and you're using your strawberries that you grew on your farm, you can buy your pectin from wherever. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's fair. That's you know, fine. Right? I don't... You know, that's, good, that good, seems good, fair good enough. That they got in. Get okay. that in writing, too. <laughs> that's Any funny. tangents or anything else before we jump? That was kind of a quick rundown of some... Of the big stories, well, we and we already changes. our last episode was the Chester Uyghur. Chester Uyghur one, yeah, that was the, probably the uh, other one biggest of the last one. Episodes. So that was a big story. Um, otherwise, for 2019, went by quick. I think that happens as you age. Mm-hmm. Seems like by, it. I don't know if anybody else noticed, but it went by faster than the previous years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I don't got much else from 2019. Um, 
it was a good year. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. I'm. It was a, for me. Twenty nineteen was a better year than twenty eighteen. Yeah, so I, was, I, I'm. Twenty eighteen was a shitty year. Was it? Well, yeah, I, it's stressful. You know, I'm trying to sell a house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I moved to Peru. It's like yeah, I'm looking forward twenty twenty. I just take a, a line from uh, another podcaster, Chris D'Elia. A comedian, his life rips, man. Just, <laughs> it's just living up. That's all you can do. Life yeah. rips. And you get some, whatever. You make it work. That's how I look at it. And um, yeah, well, that's kind of like how I feel about the the tens, the decade, the twenty tens, or whatever we we're going to call it here uh, soon enough. But the aughts. The aughts. No, no, that, that was the pre pre tens, obviously. Yeah, the so aughts, yeah, the, 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 the twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, it's like. You know, there's always the throughout your life you have life events, right? You mm-hmm. know, like when you're changing grades, changing from grade school to high school. Those 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 are big events, mm-hmm. stressful events. I feel like I had more stressful life events in the 2010s than any other part of my life. I, I, well, that makes sense, though. I mean, I guess four children, my 30s, yeah, my, my establishing I, yourself in a in a field, uh, you know, working, yeah, professional, but a lot of good stuff too, like coaching and. Doing Had things that you've kids. always wanted to do, you get this to podcast. do. Yeah, this podcast. Yeah. This podcast is a, all the 2010s. That's that's So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't believe that. When did we start? So 2010? 2011. 2011? Yeah. I mean, nine years I th- we, we've been doing it. We were early adapters. I think we you were. decided early on, you're like, I think we could do this. And I was like, so, and then people, they... So we you're doing a podcast? Oh God! <laughs> At least we don't really have to explain that anymore. No, it's, I, that's good. No, I think we knew early on that it was going to be a form of media that was going to catch on because it was inevitable. I mean, it's it just fit with technology from today. And it's we, crazy, though, now. You can see it now. coming down the, the pike. Well, it, now, it, now these big corporations are buying up some of the big-name podcasts. Right. It's wild. I don't know why they haven't called me. Right. Yeah. Hey, we got good, solid advertisers. Uh, we do. <laughs> Starve Rock Coffee. Good listening base. Um, oh, I... I, I um, it's funny because when people, I'll, I'll tell people about doing the show, and I think um, there's kind of a running joke because, oh, everybody's got a podcast. But it's like not everybody's done one as long or as has as many episodes as we have. Or No, I feel not, confident saying we are the, I don't, I wouldn't go as far as to say we're the best or anything like that. But we're certainly the longest running. I know Candid Radio, uh, which is, Candid Radio was a podcast that's from the Z-Man that he was doing you know, way I think before us. Sure, sure. Uh, but then he morphed into the streaming radio retro arcade. So, so I think so that sort of morphed. But if he kept that, he he brought that show back. Technically, probably have a claim to the longest running sure. podcast. But yeah, I think we we've, we've stuck with it. You know, we've had some, the last four years have been spotty. Well, considering we haven't been, we don't we're not of any notoriety. We're not local no. celebrities not that there really is such a thing i don't know if, who you'd call that it's not like we're on tv or radio or anything like that so right. uh, you know celebrities or comedians or different people can already have a base and can listen um or build build a listenership pretty easily well you and i kind of yeah. Yeah, um <laughs> we're, we're getting new drinks fresh we're freshening our, our beverages and and the fact that we were able to get the downloads that we have is kind of remarkable in a sense to me because the the fact that people actually listen to this and enjoy it still surprises me yeah. so going nine going into the ninth year or whatever it is that still kind of 
blows me away. Not that we have a huge following, but it's big enough. We just kind of joke, well, if someone offered us a little bit of money, we, yeah, we just might let it go. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's probably only a matter of time before the local media um, considers uh, developing their own type of program. I, I don't, I I don't know, know why they the, don't. I mean, the, I know that I think WLPO will take segments in ter- of their radio show and turn it into a podcast, but that's not to me the same. Right, because they're you know, it's still radio. It's still radio, right? And they're, they're not doing long form discussions. And I think that's why this form of media is is had the impact that it has is because people are thirsty for long form conversation, and when you constantly interrupt with commercials, uh, mm-hmm. people don't want to hear it. And and the nice thing, and, and this is another uh, in a to to talk up podcasting and, and the from an advertiser's perspective, I think the advertising on podcasts is actually more effective. Um, if you look at the research, I mean, you get, you're beaten with, you, I think over the radio, you get, you hear the same commercials all the time. And if you listen to the same radio station, some of those commercials are going to be effective. Obviously they wouldn't do it if it didn't work. But the idea where you can read a few ads at the beginning of, beginning of a podcast and not mention them again, maybe until the end and go two hours or an hour and a half or an hour, uh, I think traditionally old uh, old radio people would say no every every seven minutes you have to break in for a two minute ad break and you got to do this this and this yeah, and, so that's when I switch stations yeah that's when you yeah and and I don't I don't think that now that but at the same time people can hit the thirty second skip button so yeah but they also the they around. already know who the who the advertisers are they know True. It's, it's it's you know whatever Casper mattresses MeUndies and yeah <laughs> and and audible.com or whatever whatever you know whatever the, the flavor of the day is yes. right but and, and hey how many of those things have you bought me yeah I mean have you ever bought anything from hearing advertising on a podcast mm, have you ever checked out uh, certain things aud- uh well uh I guess I Squarespace yeah, yeah okay. be- I did Squarespace because of it so yeah I guess so I was gonna say no I haven't really, yeah but no yeah, but I, I mean I, I think have. it's actually fairly effective so that but my point being like this form is actually it actually functions it works it's it's uh from from all sides from a bit you know so that's my pitch to the local radio <laughs> stations like hey don't just because it's but it, yeah in 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 the fact that you can go on and you can say shit if you want to and, right. and if it's adults listening it's fine people we don't need to be pious like yeah right who cares it, yeah and and i it's just like listening to bill simmons who was on espn for uh I, he started podcasting for ESPN in a sense, right? The BS report was on there forever. Well, he went rogue and did his own thing. Well, you, they fired him, and then he be broke. Now he has the Bill Simmons podcast. But now, for for years, it was you know bleep this and bleep that, and it just sounded dumb. And mm-hmm. now he says shit every once and again, or he has on Co- uh, or Kevin Garnett or something, and um, you hear a, a celebrity dropping an f bomb, and you're like, what? That was pretty cool. <laughs> you never. When's the last time you heard? You know, like that. It's. I, I just. It's. It's a. You feel way more connected when you could talk for more than three minutes, and you're. You. You feel like you. Like the segment needs to move. We need to do time and traffic here in thirty seconds. <laughs> so. No, there's been times where I feel like uh, listening to some of the local radio personalities. Like I wish. I almost feel like they probably wish they could talk more about right. it, just because it seems like they'll have something that's actually interesting, and then they gotta, they gotta close it up. And right. yeah, we're just, gonna cut to the this thing because we and they lose the mojo, you know, yeah. they lose the momentum. Mm-hmm. And then people, and and it works. I'm not saying they do away with it completely, obviously, but they're this format obviously works because we've been able to build the following, and we don't have any sort of notoriety about, uh, to speak of at all, and that. 
it just proves that people are thirsty for this kind of. So thanks everybody. Yeah, appreciate we, it. Sure, highly appreciate it. And I, you know, I've been thinking about it since our last show or last couple shows. You brought this up. You know, I I'm not comfortable doing a live show amongst other people. But I'm thinking if we make it to 100, maybe our 100th show, we might have to do that. Just do a live party. Do a live type party thing. Although it'll turn I, into, we'll have open mics and people will just come up and be like, hey, I'm Hey, I don't know. I don't know if it doing? would work either. I'd almost I, rather do it. I remember going to a bar in college where they'd have like the coaches show. Cool. And like you'd show up when you'd be like, not for the coaches show. You just go to a bar and that would just and happen to be going, going on. on. <laughs> and you're like, and you don't even know the name of the coach because you're like, I don't care about yeah. whatever. Okay, well, I, I guess I could do that. So Yeah, but then you'd watch it and it was sort of disheveled. But they would pull it off and it would make it work. And yeah, like, be like, what is, who are these guys? <laughs> this is their hundredth what? Pod car? Okay. You know, like, steal joke. But uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it could work. It, I, maybe if we hem and haw enough in a regular episode, I wonder how bad we'd be in live. Because oh, I know I'd be bad. Right. I, I, I like I said on one of the previous shows. My kid figures out how to. If she they sneak down to where we're recording, and I'm I go, I'm all flustered. Right. Well, because you have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> These kids watching from the stairs. Go away. Go away. <laughs> I remember like the first time I really had to speak into a microphone. Was calling bingo, and really? I could barely do it. So, and not that I was good at like speech and stuff, but like I remember calling bingo at nice. Woodhaven Lakes as like a recreation coordinator type job, and for the summer, like a you know that we did events. I was just an intern, and yeah. I had to call bingo, and I was terrible. And I got <laughs> the guys were making fun of me after, and I, I almost gave me a thing where now I, I hated mics. I'm surprised I even joined. Do you, if we if it wasn't Skype when we first started, I probably wouldn't have done it. Like, really, I, I can't do a microphone. I'm no good at it. That was pretty funny. So. It is a little weird. I guess I, I was doing stuff with mics pretty young, like talking into microphones and videotaping myself doing stupid stuff and i actually i kind of liked speech class i didn't mind really talking no in me front neither of people. I, I was, I was always with, kind of fun i was fine with it as long as i was prepared on the material that was when right when we if you guys ever notice if we're if we're hemming and hawing a lot on an episode it's probably because we're not as prepared as we should be <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> it's a dead giveaway yeah yeah it happens <laughs> yeah so yeah, there's a, a year, a, a decade in review of Ivy Pod, if you will. Sort of, yeah, sure. I'd love to go back through and some of the old, some some more of the old shows, if I have time, you know, go through and do a best of type thing. I did that a little bit, like with some of our guests. Yeah, but well, uh, I'd be curious to hear all from shows people. Are, all the shows are out there. I mean, if you go on Spotify or iTunes, you're only, you're only going to get the last twenty shows. But if you go to our Podbean feed, which is our host. That's where, where we store our shows. Right. You can get all of them. They're all there. So if you ever want to go to the archive, they are accessible on our website. Yeah, check out episode one. IVpod.com. Yeah. I'd be curious to see like if people have been listening for a long time or actually have gone back and listened to old ones. I I don't know if I'd have the heart to go back and listen to some of the old ones. I'd you think. know, there's a I I went back at one time, I don't know why, and I listened to the one we did about the Vixens. Oh the yeah, roller skating. The Vixens. Uh, what do, you, the, do we have a guest on for that? We did not. Okay. But we just explained 
roller you know, derby. Roller derby. And they kind of had a little history lesson yeah. too, right? And it was actually pretty good. We oh. did all right. Okay. That was an early episode. Uh, that I was, was surprised. Weird. I thought it was going to be horrible, but I was like, oh, this is all right. And we did pretty good. We had a lot of inspiration from stuff, stuff you, you should, should know. know. Yeah, totally. Those guys are probably still kicking. I haven't listened to them in a long time. I haven't either. They mentioned us on their show. They did. Yeah, that's awesome. Going back a while now. Yeah. <laughs> That was a highlight of the podcast. It sure was. For me, it was, because I listen to them all the time. Yeah, for sure. That was in the first five years, I'm guessing. It was. Yep. Like 2013-ish, probably. And we've had... Uh, 12. I mean, if we're going to go down memory road, we've had some some of our old sponsors, Eye Candy. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Uh, she's not Eye Candy anymore. No. Yeah, busy, busy. Yeah. Right? We Very successful. A, she's doing she's great. She's doing all right. Yeah. Because she helped us out. It was because Absolutely. of the notoriety we gave her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what she, launched she her career. A little bit of design work for us. <laughs> nothing. We didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> just freeloaders. Well, Own at Gaming. That was another one. Yeah, remember? they're still kicking. I feel like Johnny Love Durango might have sponsored us in episode two. Again, Johnny Durango, got to come back. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And well, maybe we'll take us to a Bears game. We'll do an episode on the right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or we'll. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> I'm going to pay some, yeah. Next you know, year they're going to be good. Clay, before we, gosh, before we, I, I got to go, I got to hit the head. So okay. um, before we jump into the decade of the news, which we might have to, we've got a lot, to, we still got a lot to cover. So I hope you're, you're not going anywhere. Um, this could be a long one. Let's it's take okay. a quick break. We're actually at the hour mark. This is a perfect time to take a short break so John can pee. Nice. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, everybody, we are back, and yeah, that's about it. I feel a lot better. Do you feel better? I feel good. Okay, let's we got, do this. Yeah, we're good to go. We got we did the twenty the kind of the, the twenty nineteen, and then we did the podcast review. Sort yeah, almost of like de- sort yeah. of a decade interview. Didn't one. necessarily plan on that, but it went that way. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So now let's jump into the News Tribune and the Ottawa Times decade in review. Now there is some crossover here, so. Of course, you would expect that. We, and I think you already mentioned this in the show, both, well, the Ottawa Times from the 2019, you already mentioned it, the Chester Uyghur, and that, that was probably the biggest story for 2019 for them. They, they nominated it. Uh, 2018, they, they nominated the Streeter Wall Dogs as, as coming to Streeter as a big one for 2018, mm-hmm. which have, since I work in Streeter, I would say I definitely, it is cool. I mean, really cool. You drive downtown and you see the these murals on the wall that are reflections of historic elements of Streeter. It's, they're right. really nice. It's good for, it's yeah, I agree. But uh, the one that the Times mentioned, and, I, and I'm pretty positive this is on the News Tribune as well, yeah, for it's well, it's mentioned in the News Tribune, but the the one in the Times mentioned as their 2018, the Star of Rock Math is an expansion. I mean, we we've already talked about this on mm-hmm. previous shows, but 
of all the things that on these decades of review, this has got to be my favorite. Just because it's the one thing I'm the, I'm looking forward to more than anything, because it's going to double the size of Starved Rock. Because if if they need it, I, because you go there as a local who loves to go enjoy Starved Rock and Matheson, I think we all can agree that you know it's it's a little bit difficult now because. There's so much tourism, which is great, of course. We're happy there's tourism. We're happy that there's bringing revenue to the Utica area, especially in Ottawa and LaSalle for you know, all mm-hmm. those surrounding towns. Absolutely. Nothing against that. But as a local hiker, it makes it a little bit more difficult, especially if I'm bringing dogs out there mm-hmm. who I don't want them to freak out because there's just so many people. So I have to be kind of pick and choose when I go. Mm-hmm. But I figure once this expansion comes it's going to kind of spread the herd out and it's going to open up all sorts of new trails we've never even hiked before. I mean, I'm really pumped. Yeah. About there's this. probably little gems that haven't, we're not aware of that yeah. are going to come out in the next yeah. 10 so, years. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's worth the hype too, because it's, I just hope that we get the funding to make sure that it's done right. Yeah. That's the problem. They got so, a lot of upkeep and a lot to take care of. And, and maybe the, uh, the topic earlier, the, the, Legal legalization of cannabis and that will help with the uh, to get state funding and who knows with some of the other stories that we've talked about. I thought you were going to go a different direction with that. But I don't. Know. Oh no, like, I didn't know. I didn't know what you were going. I just that. the tax money, man. Like <laughs> they, Illinois, hopefully, won't be so dang broke that they can actually do this right. Right. That's all I'm going at. I don't know. What I you don't know. Think. I think they need to. They, well, hopefully, they use some of that money to the for the pension problem. They've got. Oh right. Like the, all that they stuff. Got, they got it. There's a lot. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of problems, yeah. But well, maybe they'll add start. Add to the list. Maybe one of the topics we've talked about in the past was the the, uh, the parking fee or the, the yeah. memberships or something. They should be generating revenue Why from not? this. I don't think it would really hurt attendance if you do it right. Yeah. Uh, come up with some feasibility and figure out a way to generate revenue there. And, and if, if you're a local, like an you can annual pass. Yeah. You can just buy this ticket, you put it in your window, you got it. Mm hmm. If you park want a day, any if you place and go the, as much as you want. If you want the cardboard copy that is for one day, okay, you can do that too. But right. yeah, save five bucks, I'll but buy the s- buy the yearly pass for twenty five. The the you daily entry for fifteen. Yeah, perfect. Yes, yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> so we got it figured out. So state of Illinois, if you need any, uh, we're always available for commentary and yes and okay. advice, and we know things. Yeah, we do. All right, 2017, I I know you've got some things to say about this one. Tornado hits Plate, South Ottawa. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. It was funny because I don't know if we actually talked about it on the podcast, but I I drove right into this bad boy. I bet we did. I Um, feel like we had to at least uh, mention it. Yeah, man, like it was wild. It was during our spotty time, so we may not have. I I don't know. We had a few, yeah, in those years we did a couple episodes here and there. Um, But, yeah, I remember... Uh, it was a weird day. The funny thing, we uh, I work in a building that doesn't have basements or anything like that right off of 80. It's an old, it's like probably 70s building. And we actually have bunkers, tornado shelters put in. Oh. And uh, we did a drill that day. Uh, oddly enough, because it was February 28th, right? So it was early in the season, but we did a drill. It was warm. It got hot, actually. It got like, uh, it was a, one of them early spring days, right? Where it was like, okay, you know man, we're going to be mowing grass and baseball's coming, you know, it's like winter, yeah. you know, it, it, it was kind of a premature sort of thing. And, um, I, I ended up leaving work a little bit late to, and I had to run a package to the UPS store in Ottawa and on the radio, I was listening to Boris and Bernstein on the score, 670 AM, uh, which is, I was a, 
I listen to them. I don't listen to them as much anymore. Well, they're not. A, they don't have they're a show right, anymore. They're right. not doing two to six anymore. Yeah. But at that time, they were on, and they were saying there's a dangerous situation going on in in uh, downstate or you know in the eight one five, if you will, uh, tornadoes or whatever. And I I, I think I, I even bothered to switch over to them. Like, hey, there's a tornado warning. A tornado has been spotted near Peru. Um, it's headed east towards ottawa and in my head because we're in this area for so long you just don't think much of it or you're just mm-hmm. like yeah okay yeah sure right. <laughs> see about that yeah, well we used to like we used to drive around looking for tornadoes and, and so and it caught it's and i i dropped this overnight package off at the ups store because we missed our driver and uh got the samples out that i need to get out or whatever and i i just was bumming my way down my well my daughter was going to daycare in naplate at that time uh a, a home daycare and um I just remember like driving down and like looking over, like going down 23 to Route 6 and then sort of neandering my way into Naplate and seeing what I was like, well, that sure looks like a tornado. And I remember being on Boyce Memorial and like looking up in it, there's big power lines there, big power poles and thinking yeah. like, I don't want to get, I could pull over right now. That maybe is the move. Maybe that's the move. Maybe I should just stop right here because, and then I like looked up and I saw those power poles and I was like, man, those look real sketchy. Yeah. I don't want those coming down on me. As he is like, you know what? I might be able to make it. I'm going for it. I was like thinking it could be a tornado. I mean, they did say there were tornadoes coming right. our way, but I'm going to go for it. And I made that right, you know, went down a couple more blocks, made the ride onto Ottawa Avenue and just jetted towards, uh, Naplate and and you're in it's like a boulevard right with the center mm-hmm. of the trees in the middle the yeah. fully developed trees in the middle of that road and everything's just going <laughs> side to side I'm thinking all right I mean just go just go you know it's fine just go just you'll get there it'll be all right and it, and then all of a sudden the hail started coming and I'm like oh oh yeah <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make it and I, I was like once the hail hit I reached over and I had a pair of safety glasses on my uh passenger seat i put those on just because the hail was so like bam 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 thinking like yeah i thought my windshield might go right so i was like well at least i won't get glass in my eye (laughs) it's like pragmatic like this will be okay and not not that and you yet picked up your daughter no i had not picked her up yet so i'm just trying to get to the house and this is like past the bars it's like on third avenue i think is what it would be so it's like um not quite to uh I'm trying I'm trying to think some of the places, but it's past most of the bars and everything there, right? So either way, I, I at one point it's so heavy and crazy and the wind is so strong that I make a right hand turn at the first place I could see, which there is no there's like one little nook where you can go up for like a block and I just pull up to the right and I just go and then I turn left. So I'm heading basically west. I go a little north and then west. I go north a block, west a block, okay. two blocks, and in like there's just tree limbs coming down and stuff flying through the air and everything's just going crazy. And I'm just continuing to drive. I don't know why. I was just really stupid. <laughs> and then I pull back out onto the main road, and it's all of a sudden it's done. And I mean and that whole part was a little harrowing because it's just you couldn't see with the rain and everything. And right. then uh, it was like, and I realized pretty quickly, like, okay, when that was it, like. Whoa, okay, that was it. And then I realized, like, I can't pull. I, I'm trying to. So then I'm like, okay, well, now I need to get to the house that I'm trying to go to. And knowing full well is like this. And, and in the back of my head, thinking, well, 
it's kind of a sketchy situation, but I don't really have any, what, what am I going to do? I'm not going to leave her there by herself. I mean, I could have, but it was like, where am I going? Like, I, I, I don't, I, it seems like a weird time to just turn around and go home. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go back to work. I was like, well, I guess I'll just try to get there. And I realized pretty quickly, like, I'm not going to be able to drive right to the house because there's too many drowned trees. And Oh, wow. So I end up just kind of like trying to neander my way to the house. I end up parking like just probably three or four blocks away and just sort of running, like realizing pretty quickly, like, oh, this is a kind of a bad situation. Like there's roofs and trees and it's just totally sketchy. Yeah. Uh, and thinking, okay, don't do anything real dumb. Like just keep your head on a swivel, be on a lookout for power lines. That was the biggest thing in my head was like, just don't get electrocuted. Yeah. And uh, I ran to the house and the house right on the corner where she used to go to daycare had a tree laying in it. Jeez. And it was like, okay, well, that's good because she doesn't go there anymore. And it was the same It was the same woman that owned the house. Either way, so they weren't there anymore. She was two doors down. And I just kind of come in the house and I go downstairs and she's like, we're having a party. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, what? just super relieved. Everybody was fine. It was perfectly cool. She because the power went out, so you know they framed it to the children. Like these are all less than they're four and under, right? Yeah, you well, know what I mean. They're just. I know when I was little, I always got excited. Yeah, with they didn't. Power. Have, I got to go find candles and light candles. Yeah, it was they, so exciting. They didn't have a clue. Like they were just. They were. Hey, this is a. Hi, Dad. You know, that's I'm like, cool. That's all great. right. And I didn't. I wasn't freaked out. I, I maintained my composure very well. And I remember uh, Miss Francis, uh, the, the woman that owned the daycare. She's like, "How is it?" And I was like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna be here a while." She's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "We're not going anywhere." I was like, "We're we're gonna stay put until someone tells us it's okay to move." Meaning with the children and everything. It was like, "We don't need to go anywhere. We have food and water. We'll be all right." There's yeah. no reason to do anything. So we ended up just ended up staying there until about 7.30 that night. It was about four hours we stayed. Normally, I'd just pick her up and go home, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't safe to move them because with all the trees and everything being down, it was just like you weren't – it was just didn't – it was one of those situations where it's like just be idle. You're, there's no reason to even put anybody in any kind of danger because right. we are perfectly safe where we are right now. And uh, I, I just remember saying like, well, I – with Francis, I was like, hey, you know your blue house on the corner there? So like, there's a tree in it. She's like, no. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, get out. And she comes outside and she sees it and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So yeah. I got to watch someone like firsthand witnesses like, yeah, I just drove into this. She's like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, actually, I'm doing really good. It's like, that was crazy. <laughs> and I, then like looking over at the Pilkington building and seeing the huge flames shooting out of the one side of the, where they had the fire burn off, the natural gas burn off thing was insane. And I'm thinking, well, if that blows up, this could get real bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, nothing, that was, it's a sort of designed thing with that system that that's what's supposed to happen. But at the surface, it's like scary being a looking. Yeah, yeah. When you could practically feel it from the distance I was from it on that side of Pilkington. And that, that I heard was per- fairly harrowing, but like, it's like, yeah, I was like, Holy, Holy hell, this is bonkers of a story. And I remember we didn't get home. And then I also knew that it hit the South side. And because my wife worked at the newspaper, no one was home, so we didn't know what condition our house was in. We kind of knew that it was more towards the river when we were more off of 4-H Road, so we were a little deeper, you know, further south from maybe where it was bad. But you only kind of knew that you didn't at that time. It was – we just didn't – we weren't sure. As far as I knew, there was a tree laying in my home, right? Right. Or the roof was just ripped off, but kind of was starting to just 
just be whatever grateful to be alive in a sense, but not really just sort of like, oh, I guess this is what we're going to have to deal with. And I remember going home. I finally, the fire department came, knocked on the door and they said, Oh, we got a daycare here. These dudes were amped up. They were so excited to find the daycare <laughs> and we got to ride in a weird suburban, like a 94. It was bizarre. And, uh, and they drove by my car and I was like, Hey man, I was like, there's my car. Do you, can I follow you out of here? And he's like, yeah. And I just remember grabbing Lucy out of this fire department vehicle, strapping her in her vehicle, and then getting behind this dude and following him. And they played out, which there was no power there. So it was pitch black. Oh, wow. And just driving on a nay plate and then coming, going down Ottawa Avenue, like dodging all the news vans, which was wild, like ABC7, NBC5, all that stuff, CBS2. And then, uh, Going and and just finally getting to like where Handy Foods was and the power was on and I was like oh, oh I guess yeah, we're out of it oh, that normal. was crazy that's a spooky feeling when you're in a town that's had its power knocked out mm-hmm. the it, whole thing everything it, it's very spooky I've I've only had that experience a few times but it it's you you remember it because it's just so unusual I just remember seeing insulation like up in trees. Yeah, by the in the Handy Foods parking well, lot, and I remember seeing that same batch of insulation like stuck in this tree, like a bat of insulation. It was there for like six months, and every oh, time I go to the parking lot, I'd look up and be like, "I don't remember that." that insulation? <laughs> but and then we pulled back to the south side. Power was out again. It was uh, like, oh, I I went got out of hell, went through, got to some sort of semblance of like normalcy, and then was like. Right back in it. Yeah. And then there was cops at every intersection on the south side blocking him. And I'm paranoid enough for no good reason where I was like, well, I drove past all the cops and like double back my way to my neighborhood because I didn't, I was like, I just didn't want to have to talk to him, which is odd because it's like, I'm just trying to go home. Yeah. Which is really dumb, but also like, I don't know, it's this weird sort of thing. And I remember getting to my house and realizing like, I don't have a key to my front door. I didn't have a way to get in my house because the back door was uh, uh, well, like padlock, not padlock, but uh, had a slide lock on it. And the only back door that we have is through the garage. So, so why did I you have a key to get in the house? Well, because we had changed the uh, the hardware on the front door, so and how we were just you didn't planning on getting in the house originally. Well, we go through the garage. Oh, but the power was out. was out. Gotcha. Okay. And so I, I realized, hey, I didn't. It didn't occur to me until I pulled in the driveway and realized my house was fine, but we didn't have any power, and I wasn't going to be able to get in. I was like, oh shit, you know, like, what am I going to do? And then I also realized, like, okay, we painted the windows in Lucy's room, didn't put the hardware back on. I'm going to have to climb through the window, and there is cops everywhere. So I'm thinking, well, I got to break into my own house. God, I hope the cops don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up. She fell asleep, luckily, on the way home in the ten minutes because oh, it was a, a, a tough day. And I, I, I tried to kick in the one door that didn't go well. And I realized I forgot to put the hardware back on the other door and um, or the window or whatever. And I climbed in through the window. And there's still there was still a stain on the one rug from because it was so muddy from all the rain and everything that day. Really, uh, there's still a stain on that rug from me climbing through that window. <laughs> <laughs> and, I remember the just driving through. Uh, the south side or nay plate? No, nay plate. Yeah, I did. yeah. I, we just went and gawked. Oh, you know, sure. Yeah, yeah a lot of people did. And uh, oh, like a week later, because they didn't even barely yeah. reopen until like five or six I days after. I think we were actually going hiking or something, and we we just made a little detour to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And I went with. I had my kids at the time with me, and I I do remember my my oldest who was saying something to the effect of just like, "What happened here?" You know, he could. He was just 
because it looked like a war zone. Uh-huh. It was just it was complete destruction. Mm-hmm. It was. It was nuts. I mean, in, in that. I mean, it could have been worse, right? And it was, so you can imagine in the areas where they have like the F5s or whatever, like where it's really bad, where like every house is completely leveled. This was bad, but it was like, you know, and and a couple people died and that's tragic, but man, you'd think like it could be worse, but sure. um, Yeah. And we were lucky. We, we, um, I mean, the worst thing that happened to us was the next morning when we got up, I remember Stephanie came home from work and, um, you know, we didn't have any power, which was fine. I remember having a couple beers, smoking a cigar in the garage, taking a shower, listening to a podcast or whatever. We had battery backups for our phone, like jumpers or whatever, which is cool. So we were able to charge the phone. I remember Lucy, she was probably like three and a half at the time. She wanted to watch something, watch iPad or whatever in the morning while she ate her breakfast, which we let her do a lot of time. And I gave her my phone and she got milk all over it. And that was the biggest tragedy for me was she killed my iPhone and it didn't die until that afternoon. So I ended up not having to go to work that day because we didn't have any power at our house and it was just a weird day. And uh, Stephanie had to, and no day plate was shut down, so we didn't have daycare because obviously it was completely closed. So it was weird because she got so she got milk all over it. I pulled it out. I, I dried it all off. Thought it was fine. Later that afternoon, I was at my in-laws in Peru. Charged my phone and it just wouldn't turn on. I was like, ah, oh, what the hell? So I ended up. That's how I got the phone that I have now. Uh, so that was our biggest tragedy. So that I guess the the freezer stuff. But everything. Everybody was so generous. We ended up getting um, from the county of South or not county. The township of South Ottawa was giving out um, like gift cards or credits for the grocery store to make up for the stuff that you lost in a refrigerator, which wasn't enough for us to claim. We threw out most everything except for some of the condiments, but just in general, it was like the people that were close to the river really got it hard. Um, I guess my house technically had hail damage because I did get a free roof out of the deal and some gable ends and some gutters and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so that's my tornado story. Like, and it was, it, it was well, I know you haven't told that story, so I'm glad we got yeah, to, it was to hear that. Completely wild, and and like I, I'm, I one of the things I think I, that I think is funny about it is I, I don't really, um, I'm glad I'm not like a dramatic fellow because, like I could like the Pete like a traumatic stress part of it, but it was all sort of fine. Like I slept yeah. fine that night. I wasn't anxious. I don't get anxious with tornadoes now. Um, yeah. One thing that bugs me a little bit is Lucy, my daughter, gets a little bit sketched out because we would have to drive by that house with the tree laying in it every day to take her to daycare. It was the only way to get to that house. And it, every day she'd look at it and she'd say, and then when we'd be out playing and the wind would start blowing, she'd want to go inside. And that oh, pissed no. me off because it was like, oh, no, Luce, it's fine. Like, yeah, trust me, uh, you're going to be okay. And she's like, ah, I think we should go inside. It's like, well, I mean, the tree is where... You know, the tree landed on the house, so maybe we should stay outside. <laughs> she doesn't think that's funny. No. Uh, she got over it, though. I don't, I don't think she. it still sticks with oh, her, good. but uh, that was one of the lingering things that always bugged me. I was like, oh, no, that's not. Like, trust me, you'll be okay. Like, you'll know when it's time to go inside. Trust me. Right. Uh, trust me. And so maybe you won't, like me. You just drive right into it. It'll be. But it's, even then, it'll be okay. So, yeah. I don't know how long that lasted, but that's my... Tornado 2017. Stuff. Yeah, that was my, that was a tough, yeah, it was a it tough st- situation. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. With that, take an uncomfortable, uncomfortable silence and move on. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know what else I have to say about that. No, like I, a yeah, Forrest right. Gump kind of thing. <laughs> okay, well, 
And that's all I have to say. That's no. all I have to say about that. You know, the that was one traumatic thing. The News Tribune, I, so I think they did this differently, the Ottawa Times and the News Tribune. It kind of looks like the Ottawa Times maybe took like the top hits off their website, I kind of feel like maybe. Where I know the news sounds about right. The News Tribune kind of, it looks like they ranked them like top stories of the decade because they don't go in any particular year. They jump all around. And they ranked, well, News Tribune being more LaSalle Peru dominant, they ranked the West Clocks Fire of 2012 as the biggest story of the decade. Now, this, this is where two kids went in and as sort of like a prank started a, at the time, West Clocks, right, right now, West Clocks is really nice i mean they got a lot of businesses in there lots going on but at still the time, still the majority of it is it, just a an lot old of factory right, right i mean right but at the time in 2012 there wasn't as much going on and these absolutely. kids found a way to break in they they set fire to a boat or something like that they were yeah which they, then, it was supposed to be a prank which who knows i don't know setting fire doing. to a boat isn't it's not funny at all i don't know but i mean it could be i they, guess if you're that age unfortunately it, it lit most you know a sizable chunk of the building on fire probably over a million if not millions of da- dollars in damage and i mean there's this part of me that feels slightly bad for these kids because we did some stupid stuff when we were young well the, the and, sad part of it yeah i agree you know with you. i know right. I, it, it could have this kid got caught a in a bad situation to, we, we blew things up and but usually it was well, simple things where we we just wanted to hear things go bang yeah uh, we big, didn't we didn't fireballs and yeah whatnot. we didn't so, cause million dollars of damage well to the crazy building. thing was like the, the the kid from peru was 16 he got sentenced to five years probation 240 community service hours the other kid he was his not so lucky stephen gallagher uh, had just turned 17, five years. Uh, wait, no, sentenced ten. to 10 years in prison. He's still in jail. He will be released in June. So, that what, sucks. Uh, hey, we should warn our 16 year old boys like, get it out of your system now because when he turns 17, it gets real. Yeah, right. And the only cause it, trouble. Not the only, because this is, not. and it, not to be, you know, hey, you do the crime, you do the time. But because one of the LaSalle firefighters sustained an incapacitating injury at the scene, he got convicted of aggravated arson and that's how we got the 10 year sentence ouch yeah so that's... that that i mean i believe that he was probably uh considered to be disabled after that whatever the injury he suffered was was debilitating enough to where that they were able to charge him with this and I'll tell you what like again you do the crime you do the time and hey yeah, to for the for the record like hey 17 year olds yeah we don't all be do, dumb we, we all be yeah right. don't be dumb we all do stupid stuff when we're, we're younger but don't do something that's gonna, you know, hurt somebody or right. destroy a building. Yeah, probably not a great idea. Right. Yeah. Just don't set fire to Stuff. things inside of a building. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. <laughs> be be prepared. Go, go, if you, go make just, a big bonfire out in the field. That's right. okay. Well, as long as it's not dry and it doesn't set the field on right. fire. But you right. know, you know, which is attached to a bunch of houses that could set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could go sideways quick too, especially. Okay. With Forget I said that. Climate change and everything. And all. Yeah. No. <laughs> But either way, maybe don't set fires to think, which yeah. is unfortunate because that's a long pastime of teenage Yeah, that boys. is part of, yeah, unfortunately, that's true. I, there were a fire couple fires. There was another, There, this was a bad, like, week because I remember this fire happened and then there was, like, a big fire in Streeter as well. Uh, uh, like, an old building got set on fire. I think I remember that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was notable 20, 
12. The other notable stories in 2012. Let's see here. And there's a few. LP Playbook got their the LP Playbook got leaked to opponents. I don't remember. I, I vaguely remember, I remember that. that. I think we talked about that. That's yeah. kind of funny. Uh, let's see here. Does it matter? They always run the same 20, plays anyway. Yeah. 2013 River got set a flood record. Sure did. I, I was scanning through my Instagram feed just to try to catch up on some things that happened through the decade for the show and. I had some pictures of that, uh, you know, down on Water Street in Peru, just mm-hmm. crazy flooding. Flooded again this year. Other notable 2013 IVC opening, the Peter Miller Commun- Community Technology That's Center. That's where we taught our class. We taught our class. That is a beautiful building. It is. It's really nice. Fantastic. Let's see. We talked about a 2018 annexation of the parks. That was the what we already mentioned. So we're, we're hitting up the News Tribune uh, article right yeah. now. There's some arm standoffs. I don't want to give those guys any more notoriety than they, they've already had. That was a weird one. There was the standard case. We've talked about this a little bit in yeah, the past. I, I don't, yeah, we probably talked about yeah, the, the uh, really Lifetime show or whatever yeah, the hell it was. Deborah Dewey case. I don't really want to get into that. I didn't really follow the stripping strips. I lawsuit. remember reading it in a newspaper. I don't think we talked about it a lot. No, we don't need to. And uh, the rest of the News Tribune stuff here, I don't know. don't know much about this. Is this? Oh, Ottawa, yeah, this was 2015 the, the, Ottawa murder cremation case. The truck I, I don't wash know anything thing. about that. Exhuming the Missionary Cemetery in 2011. I remember that. That's where they built the uh, Lifetime of Smiles uh, dentist office in LaSalle. Okay. They started uh, running into where they found there was like an old cemetery and they're running into bodies Ugh. or discovering bodies. And I guess I the bodies that. apparently got came to life and they had a zombie problem in LaSalle for a little while. But. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And then, well, 2010, there was a near miss in Streeter. A big one. There was a big tornado. Luckily, nobody got hurt. I remember that one. Uh, Coming from South Ottawa, driving to Peoria all the time to visit my sister, we would take Route 18, um, and that was kind of the path that that tornado followed, and there was a spot where it crossed over, and you could see. Really? Yeah, it just sort of leveled the timber. Oh, right. And you can't see it anymore, but it took a solid... Well, for 10 years. I remember or... seeing something like that with the old, was it 2004? Was that the Utica one? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing like a path like yeah, that. Yeah. You're that like, one. oh, wow. I guess where, so, so, something looks is, like it happened. And yeah, came, that was for yeah. sure. Like it, 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 uh, right around, um, Route 18 and Route 89. Okay. So if you look in the, if you think that, that, you know, that sort of cross intersection right where, uh, Sally Sue's coffee is, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. What the hell's the name of that town? Magnolia? Yeah. Yeah. Just west of there. So it was like, uh, I remember seeing it. I was like, wow, what the heck happened? Yeah, it, it barely hit the south end of Streeter, I believe, right? I is think what so. happened. Yeah. Um, fun. Before we go, hold that thought. I'm going to jump into a, or use that opportunity for, before we go any further, to do a quick sponsor read one more time. Be extraordinary. Never go back to ordinary coffee again. Starved Rock Coffee Company. This, you know, their website, starvedrockcoffeecompany.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They, you can you go on their website. You can sign up, put your email to find out the latest news. You can online you can shopping. You can order it from there. They've got, got the Kenya Columbia blend, El Salvador micro lot, French Canyon. Espresso blend, dark roast, Columbia, 
they got a Colombian decaf, Colombian three Ethiopian, <laughs> three wise blend, the bourbon barrel aged, which was sold out. Probably that's that's a special. You know, I, I assume that's yeah, a seasonal look for it type next thing. year. I'm guessing. Yeah, Mardi Gras, Mocha, Mocha Java, Organic Peru, The Rock. There, I mean, there's so many and places to get it. We named it off before. You know, if you if you don't have a local place to go to grab it, go online and pick up a bag. I mean, this is locally made coffee and, and and it's not don't just get it because it's locally made i mean that's that in itself is a good reason treat to treat yourself get, man you know, <laughs> truly treat yourself I mean, I mean we're not joking we're not doing this just because they sponsored us i mean i'm kind of choosy oh, I, I bought it before they sponsored us yeah i'm kind of choosy about this like i you know i, I, I we're sponsored by them and we're very you know proud to be sponsored by them because they are as good as they are i mean it is truly fantastic coffee so so check out starved rock coffee company and uh one more time sketch mass if you've got an idea you need help with you need you know i ran through it before engineering cad work auto you know if you just need somebody to bounce some ideas off give me a give me a shout out i can i can help you out maybe we'll see that's about it Let's jump into where we were. Oh, I know. So we, we kind of covered the News Tribune stuff, and we were crossing back into the Ottawa Times, their, their decade in review. There was just let's, We're going to kind of jump through this pretty quick because we got a couple other things we wanted to talk about. The Lone Buffalo Tangled Roots opening in downtown Ottawa. Now, this is just a business opening, but I wanted to mention this I, um, because it brings up a different topic, and that is, to me... The the 2010s have to be the decade of the craft beer, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. it's got to be. I mean, because when we we first we went on a ski trip to, to to Wisconsin and we visited New Glarus, and that were you it's on that 12? trip? Twelve? Oh yeah, I was there. Yeah, you, it I was it so. was zero. It was below zero. Yeah, it was actually it was too cold to ski. It was it was, it was, it was, it was like was no, it was like I got up to like four degrees. Yeah, like the one I, mean, I love skiing, but I remember being out there and that, and I'm just like this is not fun. This is too cold. It, it was, was it was awesome, <laughs> and and awesome. And I use that in like not in a cool sort of way, but yeah. as in a like this is Mother Earth is a bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is crazy but it was cool in a sense too because we were like we were in it you know what i mean <laughs> right. like, and we were in it and we we did a nuclear brew tour not that we did the hard hat tour we did and that the, was the 20 that was so 25 fun. i was 25 bucks we actually had deborah carey come and talk to us Dude, the old she, owner she, who was so cool and she's so down to earth i still admire her like to this day just because she is very candid yes very um yeah, some oh man. That was a great trip and but, went through the labs, back, saw, saw was, the yeast strains and the whole bit. Like they, yeah. they mean very much like it was so pretty. Dude, the I mean, micro, everything was so shiny. Yeah, you could eat off the floor. I felt like dude. I was in Willy Wonka's candy land. When they took us through the coolers. Oh yeah. Oh, it was just like fifteen feet in the air. Just But that was that was probably right at the turn of the so It was the Bears that Packers be, Bears Packers NFC championship game. Wasn't that twenty ten? Was 10. that 2010? Well, that was I, all I know is because I remember I was like, I was like, hey, yeah, we can ride together. I remember I was like thinking, like, all I care about is I just want to be home on Sunday in time for the Bears, <laughs> right? The Bears Packers game. I, maybe it was was it a divisional round or was it the NFC Championship? It must have been division. I don't remember. No, it wasn't. I think the it was year the, they went to the tight. No, 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 the, no, it wasn't. No, that was. No, I don't remember then. 
it was after that. It might have been a little before. Well, e- either way, I mean, at the time, craft beer hadn't taken off. No, it no. It was still like... It was when, when it I was first new. got turned on to like... Um, I'm saying no. Uh, citrus, like Moon Man, like the beer. From, yeah. I remember trying, I was like trying, I was like, this is like the greatest thing I've ever yes, had. Yes, we were and all Cascade like, Hops. I learned what Cascade Hops were. And it's like, still to this day, like if it has Cascade in it, it's like, yeah, I'll drink that. It's got Cascade. Like I'm in. Like that's the, it's, I, oh, sure, I'm in. Yeah, I, that I'm, was before. So New Glarus was doing. What everybody is doing now, you know, they were one of the first. I, I at least Absolutely. I think they were. Yeah. So, and then over the next ten years, just craft beer has become what well, we all know. I mean, go to the store. There's so many amazing beers. It's 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 crazy now how many amazing beers there are. I mean, well, and the number of just breweries that are out there. So yeah, and just in the in, in Illinois alone. I mean, we should go up in the Chicagoland area. There's so many good beers now. But I still though when I travel. We don't go up to Wisconsin too often, but when we do, it's usually to the Dells. And if we go there, I've got to stock up. I well, always yeah, do. Before or at, on your way up. I, right? I stock up for the trip while right. I'm there and then for the trip home. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> re, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I had to bring that up because, I, I mean, totally. I think the, the, the 2010s are the year of the craft beer for sure. And, you know, I, I think it's... Not as crazy. It's died off a little bit, but I think it's not really died off. It's just that there's so much. Now. 2010. 2010 was it? Yep. That's when the, we went. The Packers Let's... won 10 to three. Oh, okay. I believe. Yeah. 24 and go on to beat the Pittsburgh Seals in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 2010. Okay. Wow. Big year. It was. And and I you're right. I remember Deb Carey and the whole thing. So I just I, I couldn't let that one go. Hey, and the movie earlier, going back over an hour ago, Reefer Madness. So, oh, you looked it up? Okay, I did, and I didn't bring yes, it up because I didn't. Oh I was God, non, we should have known. That. I was That's a non so sequitur, but it seems so obvious now yeah. that you say it. All right, twelve. Let's see, Ottawa Times. Anything so you were else? talking about Tangled Roots, though, right? Well, that was it. Was on the list of Ottawa Times, right? So that I mean, it was inevitable for craft beer for there to be at least one local producer. Yeah, and they're actually supposed to open a tap room in LaSalle, right? I think so. Yeah, that should be coming in twenty twenty. I hope so. That'd be good. They have the one. So many good places just to get good beer on tap now in the area. It's it's nice. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Yeah, we could go on and on if we get down that go down. Well, just just in restaurants that are doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to. Let's no, keep, right. carry on, John. All right. Uh, let's see. 2015. Yeah, I don't know. Safe unit declared unlawful by the appellate court. Yeah, that was a big deal. We talked about that. We, yeah, we did. LaSalle County Jail. Now we talked about that. We already talked about that. That's a crossover from the News Tribune. The flooding of 2013. Lipton Tea Fire, that was it. That was the other fire. West Clox was in Peru, and then right around the same time was the Lipton Tea Building in Streeter. Mm-hmm. 13 uh, departments responded well. And then the Streeter Tornado again. So, all right. So that's that's kind of the local news. I We were all over the place there, but that's sort of a, a somewhat of a recap of the decade. And there was plenty of other stories, and I wish we had time to probably go over, like, national stories, but... I don't know. Is there we any? Don't, like, we'll leave that up to. This. Is there anything like else that you can think of over the last decade? Would be worth bringing up. I mean, I like that you brought up the craft beer thing. 
Uh, Radium City obviously started, right? Yeah, right. They were the right? first ones in LaSalle first County. First local, yeah. <laughs> and our heart is still with Radium they City. Are. I mean, I do enjoy Tango Roots, totally. I mean, don't get me wrong, but our heart is with Radium City. I mean, they we've, we've had a close bond with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I, I think we did a good job. So what do we... We'll, yeah, well, we just... I guess with now on a national scale, you know, it's been a good as Blackhawks fans, two championships, Cubs, twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. What's the highlight of? We talked about you know our show in general. The podcast itself is of is of this the twenty tens. So, yeah. so that's kind of special to us. I don't know for me personally. You know, that's that's uh, I did a lot of coaching. I've been six years of coaching baseball and soccer. So that's been that's been fun. Mm-hmm. Different part of my life. So. I've, I think I've 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 gotten much more lax. Not to say I'm not as competitive as I used to be, but as the time has gone on, it's like I just let kids try to play positions now. When I first started, it was like I was much more not like really? that. It's like no, you can't catch. <laughs> well, you know what? Put there the gear are some, on, kid. There are some exceptions. <laughs> yeah, you have, you know to play specific, catcher well, at yeah. first base, you have to be at least be able to catch a certain percentage of right pitches i watched a little bit of fall ball this year yeah it's hard watching a kid let every ball go by yeah he learns really well how to field it off the backstop yeah (laughs) i got you know there's always (laughs) moments though you know as i we bring up i I don't even know why i brought that up coaching but that is a big part of my decade is coaching is you never know what you're going to experience as a coach. It's always something new every season. Like I, during that fall ball, uh, I coached fall ball. And this I, past year? You're yeah, talking? this okay. past year, I, I got to see a kid hit his first home run, which was awesome. It was amazing. I mean, I hadn't even I was, seen I was it. standing right there, yeah. Where Did you just happen to be there? Yeah, I, I was talking to Bozy oh, at God, the time. Oh, God, that was awesome. I had never, I hadn't even seen a kid, a kid. A kid on my team had never even hit a home run. So that was really? that was kind of special. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. So that was pretty cool. He looked cool. like he knew what he was doing, too. Yeah. Like, he's going to hit yeah, more, he's I think. He's a clubber. Yeah. For sure. He's um, how old? He, I mean, he's going to he be was in that. 12, turning oh, 13. Okay. So, so he's going he was, to the big diamond. He was moving on to the big diamond, yeah. Good for him, though. But, you know, it just... You never know what you're going to learn with like coaching. Like the, I had a, I've had a lot of, you know, I've had some big, you know, teams that have done very well, uh, but probably one of the most memorable seasons or games I've ever been a part of was a third place game. We were, we were, it was just last year, actually, we were, we were battling for third place. It was the big, so the, the championship game was at seven o'clock and we had the five o'clock the city, third place city, city tournament. Okay. And it was, you know, city ball, and it was... How many teams? There was five teams in our division, because we just, at the end of the year, we just do Peru versus Peru. Okay. And, uh, but those kids, it was the most exciting game. The, the, it was back and forth, and after the game was done, we had this big, giant water balloon fight. I mean, it was all one of the... the kids? Yeah, all the kids teams. from both teams. It was without a doubt one of like the best experiences. So it's like if you're, you know, if you're, I say this because if you're out there and you're thinking about coaching, jump in and 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 do it. It's have fun. It is fun, you know, and you know don't don't take it too seriously. I mean, you will at first, but you know, then lighten up and and just just have fun with the kids. It is it is such a great experience to get involved with local sports. There's there's so many opportunities. Well, you basically. Uh, are kind of the head of Peru Little League now? No, I, I wouldn't go that far, but, but I'm your, I'm, na- your name's I'm on the fly. Highly involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, the city bill. It was included. Oh yeah, you got that? Yeah. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, that was yeah. It's like go. John yes. Spellish. Oh, I think I know that guy. 
<laughs> I am involved. Yes, but uh, it's it's been a great. So that's yeah, that's kind of a personal. I mean, it's an emotional thing for me. I get kind of emotional thinking about it because this this coming summer is, I believe, going to be my last year to coach my two older boys. Okay. And then I'm going to drop down to the younger leagues for my younger boys. Yeah. So back to t-ball. Back to well, I'm not going to do t-ball. I'm going to go back down to instructional. So, okay. Which pretty close. So I get a little emotional. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah, they'll be all right. He's going to hand them off to no, the... They don't care. No. It's just me. Right. I mean, Dad's crying over there. Why is he crying? <laughs> yeah, you get to do it all over again. Lucky, yeah, right. I get to you. do it all over again. <laughs> this, this time, way more lax. Oh, be, yeah. The older boys will probably look back and be like, you were so much meaner when you know, when we were kids. And yeah, like, sure. It's nah. Not it's not fair. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't we'll think see. you were probably ever mean. No. I wasn't mean. I always like to have a lot of games, uh, play games and practices and stuff and do stupid stuff. My mentality is I, I more or less let the kids run the team. And I just, I, it's kind of the uh, bad news bears approach, you know, without the six pack and smokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, you know, like you take input from like the, the leaders on the team on yeah. how you set the lineup. Sure. What are you guys thinking? Like a meritocracy, like, be, hey, like, let's be let's, open. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, for them, you like empower them, like you teach them, like that's that's actually right on. That's the way you should. Yeah. I like those coaches. Those are the best ones. The, the ones that were sort of ruled with an iron fist. It's like, what are we doing here? I thought we were trying to have fun. <laughs> this is little league. Come yeah. on now. I, I didn't know we were sort of childhood memories. Are you trying to relive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know we we've we've talked low. I don't think I've got anything else I wanted to talk about. I mean, on the decade, you know, that the, so I think let's jump into the thing of the week. Yeah. What are we into? Yeah. I don't have much. I know you've got a couple things, right? So. Uh, I got one thing. That's all I got. A lot of time off lately. So um, finally, like, gamed up a little bit, got everybody golf, which I probably has been out for a long time for the PlayStation 4. It's like a Hot Shots game. Hot Shots uh, was fun. Yeah. And that's uh, a throwback to the PlayStation 1. Yeah, I think you could or was probably... Was it PlayStation 1 or that? No, actually, no, it's P- been... oh, it's PS1. Is that PS1? Yeah, okay. original Hot Shots, yeah. for sure. Um, with the power that meter. That was a great that game. Pop, pop, pop. You know, like hit yeah. power, you know, that's start pre, the meter. Pre-Tiger 100%. Woods. Yeah, you're right. No swiping and you know, yeah. no joysticks or yeah, whatever. The, no analogs. It's stuck. Um, spin on the ball. Love yeah. That. Uh, that game's great. I... I Got a taste of that. I enjoyed it. Um, you can do all kinds of stuff online. You can go fishing, um, and on mean? the golf courses. Like you can just like you can go online and play this game. It's everybody golfs. You can ride your golf carts around, and you and can then you stop can... at the fishing hole <laughs> on the course. You can just go and play a random hole at will, like you know, oh, open world online, and yeah. then just stop at this place and just get a fishing pole and cast and do video game fishing. <laughs> Well, that's is kind that, of goofy. That, I think it's been out for a long time. Is so that I PS4? Feel like yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Um, good pod out recently. So, we just had the Golden Globe Awards. Right. Pretty enjoyable. Um, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Ricky did. Gervais is everybody's buzzing about him. Yeah. Good for him, him, right? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I think everybody did. I think I that's think. one thing. No matter what side of things you're on, you're like, yeah, we all agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rich Hollywood folks telling us where how to live. Um, yeah, thanks, Ricky. Uh, so the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Quentin Tarantino. A couple things with that, right? So 
Mark Maron had on Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. I need to uh, listen to that. I think that dropped today. Yeah. I've Pretty rad. To I listened awesome. to it. I mean, it seems like some fellas you might want to hang out with. Right. Well, we, I'm know, not that cool, but I, I definitely we are, like relatable you know, guys. We like, are encroaching 40 years old. Those guys have been our movie star kind of people since we've been in right, high school. Did, not that, Those have been I, the guys. Fight Club. Fight Club. Titanic. Titanic. The, ladies, the right? beach. Um, yeah, the beach. Oh, yeah. the beach. Wow, the beach. Yeah, what a good movie. Um, another, so speaking of pod, uh, the Rewatchables podcast, I think I mentioned this one before, right? With Bill Simmons yeah, yeah. and the Ringer crew. Um, Quentin Tarantino pick is picking three movies to do rewatchable podcasts with them on. Oh, fun. So the first one was Dunkirk. I'm not sure what two and three are. So they, I, as far as I, they, I think second one is out or are going to be releasing it, but I'm not sure what, it, what movie's doing, but cool. I haven't seen Dunkirk yet. So I actually, I, now I got to see that movie because I want to listen to the rewatchables yeah, podcast yeah. with Tarantino. I have seen that. I saw that in the theater. It's, uh, it's good. It, it, yeah, I, I thought it was. So go listen brilliant. to the rewatchables podcast with Quentin Tarantino because he's a huge fan of that movie too. Okay, cool. So, and uh, watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I just I, saw. I've been wanting to see and, that. And I think um, you I and watched, a couple a couple people I've talked to have been well, talking about that movie. Well, I watched it, up. and to be honest, like I I I kind of I didn't I didn't give it the attention it deserved. My wife will tell you thoroughly about that. Uh, so I fell asleep a little bit, uh, but uh, it's it's one of the. I'm definitely going to have to go back and rewatch yeah. the the thing and complete to complete it. But uh, it's it's just. It was late. I get up early in the morning. It's like ten o'clock. <laughs> you don't have to. Nah, I gotta yourself. make excuses. But um, yeah, it, it's I have it's a rad, and it actually sort of is sticking with me for like the last three or four days. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, no, that's why. Okay, no, I think that. Okay, yeah. Now I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Um, so there's some of my pop culture things like that. That that that's definitely worth viewing. Um, I feel I think like that's it for pod you, you and talk video about game. pop culture. I feel like as a follow up to our last episode. I have to mention, in case Megan happens oh, the to be in case Megan happens to be listening or anybody other else Star Wars Star Wars fans, I I uh, I highly enjoyed Good. the new movie. Yes, That's awesome because you know it, and, and it, it didn't get like the hype like it's just it didn't have legs like uh, no, but I, I think it's still doing well in theaters or I whatever. I think so too. And, it'll you know, be good. The, and you know, there's there's plenty of nerd haters out there yeah. who are talking it down, and there's some. Some of the stuff that they're saying that's negative about it is just like, I mean, really? I mean, this isn't Shakespeare. Come on, people. Right. Just go enjoy the freaking movie. Right. It, I, it. I highly enjoyed it. I mean, they did some new things. They gave us some new ways. I'm not spoiling anything. They, they gave us some new adaptations of The Force. They gave us some new spins on the movie. And it was just, they had some great comedy, which Star Wars movies always do. Right. You know, they mix in the comedy. It was lighthearted, yet serious at the same time. I thought it was a solid movie. Nice. I really did. I and you went it. and saw it like opening or the- yeah, yeah. In fact, I happened to see Megan there. She nice. was yeah. It was it was there. You know, the, the only thing that I do miss is, and I mentioned it on the. I've mentioned this several times. Is I do long for the old days of. I hate to do this, you know, be the old guy longing for the old days, but I do miss the old midnight showings because the midnight showings there were there would be like one showing of the show. At midnight, Thursday night. So you got a packed, sold-out, uh, you know, theater. Mm-hmm. 
of people going bonkers to see a movie. Now they they spread it out. They had like shows at 7, 7.15, 7.30. And then they had a show at 9, 9.15, 9.30. And then I think they even had some 10, I mean, they, the 10, 10, 10, 15. They had so many showings of it. It spread out everybody. So like the show I went to, there were some people there, but it was nowhere near sold out. I mean, it's like, not even half full. It's just like going to a regular just going, movie. Just going to a regular show. Going so that, that kind of took away from it a little bit for going me. Going to a packed theater is like, I don't know if any, like, I don't know, man. Like that experience is, is, is a kind of a unique it one. It is unique and it's it's exciting. Right. It's really exciting. I, I can only, I the they force, the first, theater. yeah, the, the Force Awakens when that came out was packed. When I went to that one, the, uh, oh, the final episode three, when that came out, that was packed. And I, I'll never forget it. I was down at U of I at the time, and I went to go see The Matrix Revolutions, which was the final Matrix movies. That was packed, and that was that was crazy. So, But there's those three kind of stick out. But they, they stick out because they were full. They were packed. And everybody was crazy and excited and yeah. just so into the movies. It's an experience. Yeah. I wish... I wish you know that still existed, but right now I don't know if it really does anymore. Well, it's digital now, so it's not like we don't. They, it's, it's not like they have one set of film to run. You no, know what I mean? they just yeah, they just crank it out. Yeah, <laughs> however many screens they want to, they don't have to worry. Right, that's true. It doesn't cost them anything extra to have it on extra screens. Right, I mean, maybe it does, but not the same as physically producing film or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Either way, yeah. Oh, sorry for the old guy speak again. Yeah, that, yeah I, I, I had <laughs> oh, they used to make film. <laughs> so if I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna dip into the old guy thing, I'm gonna jump in here. I got one thing that I had a uh, uh, like thing I was into, and I, you know, podcast wise, it's been pretty much the same things I reported on last time. So nothing new to report there. But I, I stumbled across this on YouTube, and I would highly recommend it as a child. Uh, you know, I'm almost 40 years old. I grew up with the UFC. My dad had a cheater box. Oh. So I watched the pay-per-views when I was little going back to UFC 2. I didn't see UFC 1, but I saw UFC 2. I, when, I remember getting UFC, Hoist, I, UFC 1. Like the, I, I remember that one. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one, but, you know, the, Hoist Gracie won 1 and 2. Yeah. So I saw Hoist Gracie's second victory. Uh, I believe he beat Dan Severn on that one. He beat Dan Severn more than once, but... You know, I've been watching UFC you know, since I was little, and UFC, once they broke out into a legitimate organization... Right. Once, and well, they, once they started to get accredited. They added it. rules, and they got accredited by, you know, what agencies it, that... Was could, it rounds then? They they and Originally, they had no rounds. Right. It was just... Okay, that's what I remember. I think it just was like a 60-minute fight. No nothing. Just right. go. And uh, then they added rounds, and... Good and then thing. this, and then this sport kind of morphed because then the uh, the, the mix—that's when mixed martial arts really became a thing, right? And and a guy and Matt Hughes, mm-hmm. who, which is where I'm getting at with this, he was like the best. He was a wrestler turned mixed martial artist, and he just destroyed everybody. Rock Island, or right? Oh, yeah, guy, that's right? right. I believe yeah. he was. Yeah. And uh, wait, was it? Wait, no, you might be mix, mixing him up with the other Illinois guy. There were two Illinois guys. Was I had a bunch Island? of guys from that area. Yeah, that's right. No, I think you're right. Iowa. No, I think you're right about that. There was the other guy with Go the big ahead. kick. Keep but anyway, um, Matt. Yeah, you look it up while I talk. Matt Hughes 
was just this dominant force in, in, in mixed martial arts. He actually did go on to fight Hoist Gracie, which was, in my opinion, I was actually, I didn't like that fight because Hoist Gracie at the time was past his prime and mixed martial arts had evolved into such a new things. And, and Matt Hughes had become this new hybrid and he really dominated Hoist Gracie. I, I, I kind of wish they wouldn't have even done that fight, but that that's regardless, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, Matt Hughes was this unbelievable UFC fighter. And then uh, I don't know the year this happened. I want to say it was right around 2016. So we're staying within the decade. Matt Hughes got hit by a train in a car accident and he was completely messed up. I mean, he was in a, a coma for three to four weeks and the rehabilitation he went through was significant to this day. He, he did come out of it. He's okay. He got through the, the, he, through the rehabilitation. He can walk, he can talk, although his speech is impaired, but he's not the same man he once was. And as a person who kind of grew up watching UFC and, and it's Betten, watching Bettendorf, Iowa, Bettendorf, Iowa. Okay. Well, Militich uh, training camp. Is, he came out of that. Okay, yeah, which is Bettendorf. You see, he went to Eastern Illinois. Cool. Okay, yeah. so he or Western to sorry. see a guy like this who was just like you know a god of among men in the UFC and just dominated everybody, and to see Eastern. Sorry, what happened to him and the crippling effects of this. The fact that he actually even survived. I didn't even is know amazing. this. How, how did I miss so, that? So this and he was this on is, the UFC game on uh, on Dreamcast. He was on Dreamcast. <laughs> yes, he was one. Of, he was one of the fighters. He was one of the host, uh, the coaches on several seasons of like the Ultimate Fighter when yeah. that was a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, so where I'm getting at with this is YouTube. Country Boy Can Survive, I think it's called like the Matt Hughes story or something like that. But Country Boy Can Survive. It's about a 20 minute video. It. If you've got any interest in the UFC or throwback, you know you remember Matt Hughes. Watch it. I mean, it. it I'm, I'm, but I'm not going to lie. It's it's going to kind of grip you a it's bit. It's hard to watch. It's, it is an emotional thing to see this guy who was this devastating beast in the octagon to see what happened to him. It's it's rough to watch, but I highly recommend it. It's it's worth watching. Huh? What if you end up on Rogan at some point? No, no, he won't because he can't talk very well anymore. No, no, I don't oh, think he will to tell his story though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's funny because it it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it it actually he's probably aging, right? Just like everybody. Obviously. Well, now that he's kind of back to health, he looks like himself. Yeah, but when he talks, he, he doesn't so he talk. was in a car that got hit by a train. He was he got yeah he was in a truck. He was doing he was working jobs. He was working on farms, and he was running running from job to job. Uh, and he got hit by a train. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's it's scary stuff. So that's, you know, it's it's that's kind of a downer. Well, there you so go. There's your there's your uh, That's that's my uh wow. That's my you know, and it's 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 half downer, but at the same time, I mean, the fact that he survived. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh I checked that out. That's that's my uh, what I'm into. I watched that last weekend with Amanda. She's like, "What are you putting on?" I'm like, "I don't know. This is this looks interesting, and we watched it. And we were just on like, YouTube, you you pulled it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what you, had you heard about it? No, I didn't even know it exi- It was on there. It was, oh, okay. I just stumbled across it. What were you? What? How were you uh, searching? Or what were you like? I don't even. Uh, you 
slinging it from your phone or you're looking at it on your TV? Or? No. Well we, well, we stream now everything. Right. So, and I watch YouTube a lot more than I used to. And I was just kind of s- scrolling through different feeds. And it okay. popped up. Right on. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, that's that's my other one. Any, any other uh, good pod shows, games? I mean, you got that VR now, so that's a thing. I, I, yeah, I, I haven't, but Beat Saber. I, I, I uh, absolutely Beat Saber on the VR Beat for Saber. PlayStation 4. It's, it's insanely fun. So if you were, if you used to enjoy Guitar Hero, which, you know, for a time, that was the thing to play. Guitar oh, yeah. Guitar Hero. Yeah, you know, I got If hooked. you liked playing Guitar Hero... You will probably like playing Beat Saber. It's the exact same parameters. You got these blocks flying at you, and you have to time it correctly. But instead of pressing a button on a guitar, you're swinging your hands and slicing these blocks, which have an arrow on them. So you you have to either slice them up, down, left, or right to the beat. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen to a lot of electronic music anyway mm-hmm. so i'm i'm a fan of electronic music and it's all electronic music mm-hmm. it's mostly like dubstep type music and so i get really into it i mean you can yeah it's fun it's really fun and you don't get sick because it's all you're like you're looking straight ahead and everything's stationary the only thing moving is the blocks that you're swinging at which i've gotten zero nausea from that so if you do okay if you do happen to own a vr system because i do think it's cross-platform uh, they've got it on some different things, like maybe the Oculus and also the PS4. Uh, check it out; it's okay. fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm addicted. That's all I got. I, I, Podcast. I, I don't really have anything else to add. I'm, I'm still listening to the same stuff. The the American Elections, Wicked Game, uh, Jordan Peterson podcast. You know, I, I like listening to him. He's an inspirational guy. Mo Bituaries with Mo Rocca and and Planet Money. Those are kind of my go tos. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I had one other podcast, uh, Dave Chang again, um, where he had on a, a local author, or not a local author, but an author talking about like hiring the right people and, 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 and whether you're, you're in a position where you can actually hire people. But uh, the people that succeed in, in different fields are often ones that have varied backgrounds. And really? they, you don't get credit for that. Uh, you know, yeah. Oftentimes, like human resource people are looking for the ultimate professional in any consummate person in whatever field, right? So, if yeah. it's engineering, or if it's in cooking, or if it's in whatever field you're in, you want the person that has the the they have the best in this. Well, yeah. it turns out maybe a little bit of customer service with some childcare mixed with some dishwashing ain't such turn, a bad thing. It actually make may make a better employee. It's David Epstein is the name. He wrote a book. Um, yeah, it's his uh, range, uh, Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized uh, World. Uh, author David Epstein discussed the myth of uh, early specialization, the virtues of interdisciplinary training, and how this can apply to all uh, all industries. So I actually buy that because I, I, I'm, uh, I work in a pretty heavily science field, but have no science in my background. Or I shouldn't say none because I, I think like I, come, I have an applied science degree, but I'm not necessarily a scientist except for by work, right? So, uh, but I have, a, I have customer service. I have childcare. I have dishwashing. I have you know, culinary. I've done all kinds of different things and turns out it's actually really helped me now maybe not to the level that they talk about in this book i'm not going to be ceo at least as far as i know now um but 
I think it really it, it, it's just aim you're, high. You're, you're, well, aim high. Yeah, you're that. Hey, don't don't shit on that. It could that's you never know, right? Um, but your brain, your your ability to see things in a different way is actually a very valuable skill. And when you're looking or hiring people, it's important to find people from different backgrounds. So I thought that was a good one. Uh, yeah, worth worth a listen to. Kind of inspirational as well. Not not cool. in the same way that you're talking about with the Matt Hughes stuff, but definitely yeah, no, not. That's, yeah, that's yeah. So there you go. That's it. I think we're I think we're cashing out. We're running out. Yeah, we're running out of steam. That's all right. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I, I had nothing. more stuff on my. Uh, but I think we're. Yeah, we wrapped up. Well, no, I think I it, earlier today when we were going through what we were going to talk about, I had a handful of things on there. I think I hit on all of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we've done well. We we did a little bit of Ivy Pod review. I got to tell my tornado story. I'm glad you did. I, I that's been no, we we didn't because that was I, I'm I'm 100 sure that was during our spotty section of our yeah. podcast where we we were recording probably two and a, we probably that year. I think we recorded twice. Okay, so yeah. that would yeah. So I'm glad that you had the uh, the venue to to tell us that story. That was yeah, scary. It was, it was wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, in a strange way, I'm almost glad it happened because it's such a good story. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thankful that I got to tell it here. So we got to put it out somewhere to for people to hear. Because it, uh, yeah, it was weird. Certainly, like. Um, was one of those like well I hope you know when you're younger and you're you're sort of timid like not timid um 13 14 15 like teen years you're like man I hope I get to see a tornado someday well we used to drive around looking for them. <laughs> right and then you you get to be in one and you're like yeah that's about what I thought it would be like yeah <laughs> and to be honest like I'm not overly afraid so I'm just glad it didn't traumatize Maybe the fact me. that we used to drive around looking for them conditioned you. It. I hope it did. Maybe. I, I remember when the Utica, uh, Utica tornadoes hit, um, watching it uh, from my backyard here in Peru, like, you know, living on 6th Street in Peru. Um, and my dad coming home and be like, hey, man, there's tornadoes coming this way. You never know which way it's going to go. And I remember seeing them. Um, and you could see the tops of it because it was down in the river valley from where we are, right, probably. I don't know what the the elevation differences is between like up on route six versus like down on water street, but it's probably 75 feet, hundred feet. Yeah. You could sort of, you can yeah. sort of make it's out like, Hey, there's some stuff going feet. on right down in the river Valley as it was hitting like South bluff. Um, thinking, Oh, it's right there. Huh? That's kind of scary. Right. And then hearing later on that evening, um, what happened in Utica. Is, so, Either way, a lot of, a lot of oh, stuff. We can't end on a sad thing, Clay. Yeah, what, 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 what we got we to gotta throw something out there that's happy. I got nothing, though. <laughs> Positive stuff? Positive. What happened in the last 10 years that's worth Streaming, it? man. We can, you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. It's is the, the, the access to Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and Disney+. Plus. How lucky perfect. are we, dude? Like, we are lucky. Watch... Anything and everything. Watch watch a flea bag. What a killer show. Watch that. Okay. Awesome. I haven't television. watched flea bag. It's I've, spectacular. I've been watching and it's kinda crazy. Watch it watch it with your wife, you know. Flea bag? Yeah. It's crazy. And it goes by quick. It's like one of those where you watch and you're like, Oh that's spectacular. 
I, I Amanda see why... and I, we don't watch the same stuff. Yeah, like, she's she in a watches, different genre. She, she actually, watches... I would say she she might actually like the show though. She's more of like a like the murder mystery type shows, like the, on the investigative discovery no, channel. I know. Ugh. She loves that stuff. So Stephanie, gets which I mean, little... I watch it too, but it I, sucks I don't... me in. But I got to detach. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Too, you get too... sucked if you sit there and watch it. You do get sucked, and then in. you're you like, I got to pull away because I don't, I don't need this emotion, go. emotional yeah, investment. Well, the one she's watching right now is a. Uh, I think it's um, oh shoot, like, disappeared. I think it's. I think it's the name of the show. Okay, What's or it it's on? something like disappeared. It's. Just, is it at Netflix? It's a. Uh, it's no. It's on. I just got sucked into one. We're of doing them. this. Fi- we do. We're using this Philo app where okay. we get all these streaming channels like. Like discovery and all these different types of things. I don't even know which what it's on. Either honestly. way, either way, yeah. Yeah, I've no. been watching on Netflix. There's a show called Better Than Us, which is a sh- sci-fi futuristic type show about robots, okay. where they this, this company that develops sex bots puts out a, co- a robot that's um, uh, it, it's able to sense emotions and it's more or less a friend. Uh, on a level that's because that's coming yeah yeah yeah, right but then somehow like they've got rules the robots are supposed to have rules not to hurt humans or to prevent the harm of a human whereas somehow this one particular demo prototype robot throws that out and is willing to willing to evil programmer she's not evil no she's willing to kill behind it Right? No, I I don't know. Well, no, that's the thing. Like she's, she's like in the ro- the robot will kill people, but for good reasons. Okay. It's like so. It's it's it's. And, but the crazy thing it's is, a date the, rapist. It's a, he it. no, no, it's a Russian. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a Russian uh, show on Netflix. It's all dubbed in English, which wow. is kind of weird. But you get used to it. Okay. The weird thing is, it's like just weird watching it because it all takes place in Moscow and it's all like futuristic and I. When I watch it, I wonder, is this actually what Moscow is like? Because if I would listen to the media, I would think that Moscow is like this Turns scary, out it's just scary place. It looks like <laughs> just a normal place, just right. like Chicago. Right. I mean, it's kind of wild. I watch this, I'm like, oh, what am I watching here? But you no, know, I, I think it's a cool show. That's, I don't know where we go. That's a positive. Yeah, we, we can end on that. Yeah. Sounds good. Sure. What was it called? That's Better Than Us. Better, better Than Us. The robots show. Robot okay. show. That's that's. I recommend Fleabag. So we're gonna have recommendations. I oh. think I, I mean minor. And last show, I think it was the last show we did. I was trying to come up with. I think I was talking with. We were talking with Megan. I was trying to name a show that was on Amazon that I was really into about superheroes. It's called The Boys. So huh. if okay. anybody watched it, which actually is a great show. It's where these superheroes are not so super. Oh, so, okay. That's a, that's a good one. Because Amazon doesn't have a lot of... They got, they got a few. They got a few. But, they uh, put on Fleabag. Yeah, Fleabag. I, I, you know, I did a... What's that about? You just have to see it. Okay. It's... I don't know. We should end. We're going to keep going. Yeah. I'm not ready to give a synopsis. All right. That's Let's cool. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. That's good. Thank you, Starve Rock Coffee, for sponsoring the show. Sketchmas, check them out. Thank you to Lady Luck and Revelation VR in Peru and everybody else for listening. Darn it. A decade of, 
of Ivy. Well, we're not actually out for a decade yet, but you know, nine years of Ivy Pod. We, we, we lived through most of it. Thanks for checking in with us, everybody. Have a lovely day, evening, night, morning, whenever you are listening to us. Adios. Bye.